What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the VR Link episode 52. My name's GT, and with me this week as co hosts, we have Sales of Sales Ketchup VR. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got Buck3131, who is, I've got this all written down. Uh, he does a variety of mixed reality live streams and he's part of the VR Souls podcast. Hello, how are we all doing today? <laughs> and this is quite a long one. And we have Caleb uh, VR, who is a guru. Uh, he's director of communications at Arvor, Pixel Ripped. Uh, and yeah, he's just awesome. How you doing, man? Doing great, doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to be here and happy to see all you awesome guys. So thanks for having me yeah man thanks for being here um so last week we didn't have a show uh it went through some of the news today kind of starting to regret it already uh <laughs> a lot happened a hell of a lot happened so um it'd be pretty cool to dive in hope everyone is okay in the chat thank you for joining us where am i i'm completely out of sorts completely i just want to say thank you the list no, don't worry about that. Thank you, everyone, uh, all the patrons. Thank you to all the people who support the channel uh, each and every week. I really appreciate it. If you want to uh, jump into our Discord, we've got a community Discord. I really appreciate that. That is over 700 people now, which is wow. absolutely crazy. Yeah, man, I hate hitting everyone. Like, when you're posting a video <laughs> and, like, you go, everyone, you think 700 people. Is that Your channel. Right? It's your channel, buddy. Well, yeah, that's what someone else said, you know. I Oh, but there you go. Anyway, it's your got... channel, buddy. I, I, if I if I join your channel, please, I want to see your stuff. All right, that's what I'm, that's what people right. knew what they were getting into when they joined that's, your Discord. That's right. That's I think right. they did. They um, before well, we hold on, I just got to remove this quickly. Uh, we had a donation straight away as soon as we started from Midlife Gamers, which means he wants to oh. sell. <laughs> hang on, donations. Did the rest of us get a cut of that because we're on this episode? No. Oh. Right, well, it's lovely seeing you all. Why didn't I hear that? I hope everyone else had that. We demand beer on seeing GT. Hello, Tesnik, Dark, Eric Hartley, how you doing, man? Alex VR, Midlife, Secrets of. How you doing, guys? Thank you for joining us today. Mr. Chip. Oh, he actually wrote Gool. Nice one. German Rifter. How you doing, Daniel? You all good? Hey, Dan. Yeah, he's lovely. Dan the man, Dan the man. He's the hey. nicest guy in VR. I don't care what anyone says. He's the he's... nicest guy out there. I'm amazed yeah. he doesn't stream or make videos because no, I thought I, he did. I, I have, did I have an. There's a conspiracy here. He secretly is just this. this he's, he's watching everything. He's keeping trade. He's gonna just pop out and he's gonna do something great sometime. You know, something great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. No, I can't wait. Uh, I really, I really want Dan to do stuff. He's definitely yeah, one of no, the nicest guys on Twitter. I think it takes a lot of work to sit there and watch everybody else's content, comment, mm. and then always be there for everybody. That takes a lot of time and effort right there. So you know what? If it, it, I think I think he's already just, – just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Thank you. <laughs> he is amazing. I'll be honest. Indeed. He is absolutely amazing. He buys everyone's merch. Uh, he buys their cups. He's, he's just one of those guys. He's just constantly supporting virtuality. And, yeah, same as you, Buck. I actually – when I first met Daniel, I thought, oh, man, I'll check out his channel. He's just a supporter, isn't he? Right, he's nothing. He's like, there's, he's a ghost, basically, a when it comes to that. Well, I, I got to say real quick, that's one of the reasons we even wanted to make sure that, you know, we as a development company included him into the, the last game was because we see him as a part of the community, even though he's not a content creator per se. Absolutely. All the content creators need that juice, and we need friends, and we need people that help us and, and mm. continue to be a part of that community. And, and people like that, you know, Daniel and German Rifter and, 
and, and many other people out there that are doing similar things like that. We really appreciate that. We see it and we notice it very much. So yeah. um, when, when people ask me, how do I get in the community? First thing I say is communicate with the community, community. you know, jump into it and you get your feet in there and actually start talking to the people. That's the best way. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's much loved it. by everyone. Generally, everyone just loves Dan. He's wonderful. Yeah, he is. He's superb. So what uh, Caleb was saying, uh, if, if you haven't picked up Pixel Ripped uh, 1995, he's in there as a game hero on one of the mm. cards, um, which is yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, There's another guy that's in there as a game hero as well, yeah. I am, and I've never told anyone about it, though, just because it's like... God. See, from my view, that looked like he was pointing at me. And I was like, what? Like, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, box, <laughs> in the Zoom window, I was like, I don't think I am. <laughs> yeah, it's one, it yeah. one of those things, man. Like, I said it to my wife and I was like, I don't think I can tell anyone else. Because it's. I think you've got to be low-key about these things. You can't just go, look at me. Until somebody then me. goes, did you know that Grey Matei is actually in? But no, goes, no, this is called you're a content creator which means all you do is go look at me like this that's what we do well, that's not the idea of it that wasn't the idea of how it started it was meant to be about the games but i guess you would have to be fair we, we there, uh, there's a lot of creative ways that you can add people into things and, and we wanted to do it differently but at the end we weren't able to so that was the, that was the easiest way to get people in there you know and and, and we felt that you know, it's got that retro vibe as well to it. Collector cards, you know, something that we always did back in the past. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it works out. We want to do fun it, things like that. And we've got we've got more content updates to come in the future. There's going to be more additions. So, you know, if there's people that are in the community that want to be involved, you know, the best thing to do is if it has to do with our stuff, you can reach out to me, reach out to the other developers in the community or that are a part of our organization. And, and we're happy to always talk and, and, and help. Yeah, sure. man. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Who else we've got here? Revivalizer Ham. Uh, JD Max, Secrets of, Monkified. I think he thought Buck was Salsa's brother. He, he think is. We've got a bit of a Phil and Grant VR going on. Maybe. I'm not sure who to feel sorry for. Uh, neither <laughs> am I. We brothers. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Possibly Buck. Possibly me. Do we do a poll on this? Interesting. We do actually live very close to each other as well. Uh yeah um, yeah same sort of area of the world. Let me just make sure yeah. I've just covered reality check's head there by accident. There we go. Uh -oh. Double boomer threat. Ooh, Double. Boomer. I, hang on, actually, this is a really good point. Does this mean I am now the oldest person on this podcast? Yes. I don't. I don't know how old you are, man. I'm forty three. You know that's okay. So, so I thought you were sixty. <laughs> 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 I don't know how old Salsa is. I don't know how old any of us are, really. Reality check has grown since I've first seen the Ouch! I am younger than that. I am younger than that. I'm, 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 I'm going to be, <clears throat> be turning 32, so that. Oh, oh nice. God, you're all children. You're all children. <laughs> I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm, um, I'm, I'm one year younger than Buck. Nice. So yeah. I'm just going to say the other two now respect your elders throughout this podcast. <laughs> South Memphis with the five dollar donation. Thank you. We know what that is. Hype. 
I'm going to start totaling all these up and send you an invoice at the end. You know what? Hey, I got to say real quick, this is you're giving me you're giving me an invite right here to say something cheesy and, and and everybody already knows this, but that's the best part about the VR and the technology. Once again, there's no age, there's no race, there's no sex. We we could just hang out and be together, okay? It's I don't really care. Large. Yeah, it does I do care. Large. I do care about how you're going to perform in the game that we're playing, you know, if we're being teammates or whatever. Can you catch a disconnect arena? Come on. You know, that's, that's what I care about. No, yeah. I can't. I'm terrible. <laughs> I've honestly played with a, a 72 year old man. He used to jump in. I can't remember his name, but he's jumping all the time. And he was like, I'm 72. I love this game. And, and you know what? He was fantastic, you know, for, uh, for, for the way that he was able to actually hit the goal all the time. And I love that's playing incredible. with him. So yeah, I've, that's probably the oldest that I've actually played with that I know of, but you know, it's possible I've played with other people. I just don't know. They didn't tell me, you know, so. Uh, I love that part of, of just kind of experience, you know, who is this in VR? I mean, and if anybody's ever played with somebody like Hasco, you know, she, she's. Oh, she's incredible. Yeah. And, she, that's you know, just yeah. terrifying woman. In that in game. Person, she's the sweetest lady. And then in VR, she just thrashing everything up. So love that. Honestly love that. felt like she was looking after the community in a way I'd never seen. Mm. Like yeah, how, no. I don't know if she's a community manager for them or does anything like that, but damn, she deserves it because like oh, yeah. we was in a room together and there was all these kids. Because one of the things when it first come on where people were a little bit like, oh, it's too full of kids. It's too noisy. Blah, blah, blah. Me personally, I'm thinking that's awesome. Like you've got kids in virtual reality. That is fantastic. Like mm -hmm. they're the first gen getting in there and they're going to love it and grow with it and stuff, you know. And um, anyway, we was in there messing around and she, she just called them. She went, come on in, everyone. And they all sort of got together in a line. She was going, right, yeah. guys, we're going to help GT learn this stuff. And they just done it. Like they yeah, just... Yeah everything she said like she's a she's a goddess you know what I mean? she would be the mom of, of echo arena for sure i think it's been at almost almost three and a half years that we've been playing that game and, and and every time i used to jump in i used to see her you know there and when i went to china her and actually stayed uh in a room to we bunkered together and and, and hung out there doing the esports while she was writing articles and kind of got to be friends and uh, she and, was my introduction to echo arena yeah, she's she's got on that my, hold on, on on getting people to come together as well as yeah. being very kind, you know, always being focused on. Oh no, she's an absolute sweetheart, isn't she? Mm -hmm. Absolute sweetheart. It was lovely. I felt like I was in the presence yeah. of a, a real like virtuality um, celebrity, you know. Yeah. <laughs> surely that's every day for you, GT, when you look in the yeah. mirror. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you what? go into VR and they go, "Is that gamertag VR?" Oh my god. Are you yeah. the, are you the, are you the guy with the YouTube? I might have, yeah, Echo was one of them, but I might actually, like, the amount of friends with Chris I've had on Oculus, I don't know what to do anymore, because when I'm starting to record now, can you make yourself private on Oculus? Um, your friends yeah, there? you can. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, I might do that. That means everything I was going to say doesn't really matter. So He doesn't want uh, to play German with you. Rifter with the 10 euro donation. Here we go. Here we go. Reality check, you got to actually look at this stream to see what we're doing. I, so I, I can see, I, I, I didn't see before. I saw Salsa flying out at one point with some money. But <laughs> I did not. Flying out. Yeah, the, the thank you ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. We, we've got an animated version of that as well, which was... Um... Uh, I can't find it. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we, have a, we have an animated one of that as well. So the, it's, it's kind of like the thing, so... Flying out the screen. Oh, oh what's up, Taznik Gaming? Yeah, no. See, I, I think I, I really go. Oh, I want to say this right, right now. I actually, I hope all of you guys reach out to me if you want to play some Echo. I love the game so much, but I haven't played very much lately. I don't. Uh, I don't really want to jump in too much with randoms because I have. I, I want to make sure I make the best of my time right now. But I would love to play with all you guys. So anybody who reaches out to me that wants to play Echo, I'm in. I'm in. Dude, I've been playing for I'm down with that. Four years. I've been playing for almost four years. I know. I know how to play the game. Well, I'm. Well, not, so, I'm man, 
because like people want me to live stream it. Three, so. three and a half. We'll yeah, for me it's going to be very soon because uh, anybody who doesn't know, I will soon have my a new place. I'll be moving home. Um, be kicked out is what happened. Yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations! Yeah. Upgrade. Uh, so I will actually have enough room to be able to play Echo Arena without punching through a wall, which will be a greatly added bonus. Which is it was when asked, he's been asked to move because of that, because he just keeps yeah. walking down walls. Just keeps waking his parents up. As I, he's I've, I've up. broken two windows <laughs> and many dishes playing Echo Arena. Uh, it's no joke, man. I, and you see, oh, you, yeah. at least once a week, you see somebody breaking their controller or or a TV yeah. screen on on like, the Oculus Display. Oh, I read it. I I broke one of my index controllers the other day by turning it on. Oh, well, I pressed, you, I pressed you're one of those massively button. strong men, huh? Yeah, it. I, I turned it on, and the whole top came off of the stick, came off of the grip. So I've RMA'd that to go back. So I've only got one at the moment. All right, all right. Tell people to impress them. Damn thing. So, <laughs> so is that all? You, I got to ask, Buck. Are you not? You're not sporting the riffs? Then you're just doing the vibes and the. And no, so I'm. I actually have an index that will be turning up this week. Okay. Oh, okay. Wicked, so cool. I'm looking awesome. forward to that. Um, that yes. is fantastic. So I I started with the PlayStation VR, then got a Vive, and then upgraded to the Vive Pro, which is my daily driver now. I then got myself some index controllers because these things. Oh, yeah. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. A blast from the past. Yeah, they're they're going to be in a museum, and people are going to look at them and go, what the hell is that? Since yeah. you didn't but at, at the moment, I'm using one of these and an index controller. But no, PSVR is still a big love of mine. In fact, I've recently just set up all my stuff here with an Egauto so I can now stream my PlayStation stuff properly. And the reason I want to do that is because of what's coming out next week. Nice. Yeah. Reality check. You looking forward to Iron Man VR? I've lost sound. He's gone. He's gone. I thought we went when you he, he went Ooh. like that and said something. Uh, I, 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 yeah, working, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, weird. Sorry, guys, I'm having some audio issues over here. Um, too many that, USBs, but right. uh, so PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR is, is what the Iron Man's coming out on, yeah. yeah, yes, right. And I don't have that, I don't have that. <laughs> um, sucks to be you <laughs> in, in, in Sao Paulo. We we had a PlayStation, and and it's it's since the quarantine happened. I was I was basically long story short, I came here for a month to visit my son, and then boom, quarantine issued, and, and I haven't been back since. So, um, we'll, we'll oh, see no. how that works out. we'll see how that works out. Um, but but yeah, so I'm actually, I am really excited to see other people playing it and to see the community adopt it because I know full well that this is not only huge like Half Life Alex was huge, um, but this is even bigger in that the kids and, and younger people are going to be playing it. So I'm I'm really excited to see that it's going to bring a lot of people into VR, and I'm sure that I'm going to get to play it eventually, right? So um, yeah, yeah, de definitely happy yeah. about that one. Uh, how about the you other guys? thing? The other thing to discuss is like we've I think PSVR is the cheapest way to get your hands on Star Wars Squadron. If you think about it, if you want to get in VR, like I can't probably if you have a PlayStation, PlayStation yes. no, even if you haven't got a PS4, no, even no, I think GT's right actually. Because if yeah. you think about it, if you didn't have a PS4, so you buy a yeah. PS4, you buy a PSVR, you buy a copy of the game, all of that is going to be less than buying a PC, buying if you have a PC yeah. already, though, yeah, see, so, so we're thinking if you have a PC, PC. but same, yeah, but same if you have a PlayStation already, right? It's the same thing, so I guess it doesn't make sense, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah you're pre, right. A, a I mean, for somebody who does not have technology, 
<laughs> sure. Since you can't do it on the Quest, that makes sense. But exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of people ask if it's coming to the Quest. I don't think the Quest can push this. I mean, I got to say one thing though no. is, you know, somebody I, I love VR. I play it all the time. I've got pretty good legs. At the same time, I still get queasy pretty easy. And I think that there's a lot of people, as we all know, who just aren't even going to be aware of like this this difference of oh, okay, wow, you know, and all of a just, sudden, just just in case somebody got VR. lost in that conversation. Because I'm sure somebody did. We've gone on to Star Wars without kind of mentioning it. Just went, yeah, Iron yeah, Man, Iron Man, and Star Wars. So we're actually talking about what we was going to talk about now, and I which didn't... is Star Wars Squadrons. And I didn't do my, uh, I didn't do the news thing. No, I you forgot. didn't. Right, here we go. I'm doing it really early. And we are back. See, right. that's it. Excellent. So <laughs> now we now we have the news thing out of the way because he needs that. He needs that in his life. Um, I do. I do. It's a, I it's a staple. It. Thank you. Loved it. And Thank we you. have. You paid good Star money Wars. for that sting, didn't you? That's why you need it. So it's <laughs> no, got use it as much it. as you can. I just paid it. It was cram. Um, but yeah. So Star Wars. Yeah, I just wanted to actually talk about that. Like, I don't know if anyone actually. People must want... For me, Star Wars is actually, at the moment now, the biggest VR game we've yep. come in. Um, below that, probably Lone Echo 2 for me personally. I'm really looking forward to that yep. still. Then we've got Sniper Elite. Phantom Cobalt Ops just come out. Um, yep. mm -hmm. you know, see, see, no one's mentoring After the Fall. Um, I think that looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks amazing. And I've played it as well. But when I saw oh, about... Oh, like, shut up. We're not talking about this VR. I think to myself, like, what are the games that are going to attract people to VR? Possibly you haven't okay. got VR. But that's, that's, that's one of the things. Star Wars, this is one of the, the, the best things about Star Wars. Yeah. It's, first of all, they didn't say about VR straight away. Right. No, because, because every such... other tweet online was, this needs to have VR, because exactly. they didn't say it. <laughs> but that's the thing. You need to appeal to flat screen gamers separately first mm. yeah. to then go VR and have a multiplayer that can be successful. If you say... Nah, screw them. Live in the now. Successful. Successful. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I just want to completely agree with this. I, I think that so many VR games out there just can't hold on because you can't have a player base that just sticks with it. So this we is literally this is incredible. That. This is incredible. Exactly. This is incredible to be able yeah. to have an IP that's cross-platform. And, you know, that that is what's going to keep it alive. And at the same time, because we're going to have people in VR, which is going to be the smaller audience, right? It's, it's yeah. going to be smaller audience in VR, larger in the PC. But who is going to be wanting to play in VR? Everyone. You know, yeah. exactly. everyone's going to be wanting to play in exactly VR. Exactly so, that. That's, that's what happens in VR chat, off. and that's what happens in Rec Room. Like you see people in there, they go. I mean, Rec Room like is on mobile. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There is a, and they go in there and they must see people sort of move around with their hands and they're gesturing and so. And they feel like, wow, imagine being in this like game. They're already yeah. Locked. Yeah, Rec Room VR chat. Both of those have the same thing that that yeah. where people are going. What? How are they? Yeah, get in here. Get it's in gonna here. Be the thing, thing isn't it? It's going to be PS4, PC, Xbox. Yeah. The thing I'm going to be interested to see is playing in VR, are you going to have an advantage compared to people playing on the flat screen? Because I think you are. A lot of people think yes and no. Yes and no. I, mean, I think that 
PC is so easy. Keyboard. Yeah, exactly. Your mouse and keyboard, you can you can control somewhat better, but you have more awareness, right? In VR, right? I well, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's like tracking. I I think definitely. But there are when you when you sorry, Salsa, when you say tracking. What do you mean by I that? I mean by tracking an enemy. So when you see right. someone, okay. you can look to them. The weapons are not going to be yeah, tracked. Yeah, yeah. They've already no, said these are the weapons. There is HUD in here. Because when you look over the videos, you'll see them sweeping, and you'll see there's no actual center red reticule. There will be a fixed set center reticule. And the gunfire, you can actually have to manually lead the gunfire. Yeah. So the thing for me is I grew up playing TIE Fighter, X-Wing, mm -hmm. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter on the PC. Now, those games were actually really deep in how you controlled stuff because you would move stuff like you would say, I want to take energy from the weapons and put it into the engines. I want to do it to that, to the shields. I want it to put it in my rear shields. I want it to put my front shields. And yeah, kind of that was the thing as well. Exactly. But this is the thing that concerned me when I saw this first announced. I'm like, is this just going to be an arcade thing where they've taken what they did in yeah. Battlefront and just make that the game. I'm like, because no. personally, I don't want that. No, I want something that's a bit more hardcore, something where you have to think about, strategize, work with your teams, do that sort of thing. I don't want just an arcade shooter that will be filled full of microtransactions so I can have a new paint job on my This is bike. This is one of the <laughs> great things of when you go into the uh, deep dive into... Both of the trailers, the gameplay trailer, and the actual stuff the developers themselves have said. Just for yeah. people to get the idea, I know a lot of people went, oh, it's all available in VR, yes. Now, the first week they started developing on this, they just got the engine up and running. The second week they started putting VR into it. So, from the yes, start, yeah. it was developed to be both 2D and VR, from the very beginning, and that's oh, really to be. important. It I wonder has to why. Be, I wonder why they've done it though. I mean, cause because that guy put out cool. a tweet. No, I don't that's cool, what the dev said. They've got a because you know most I mean? PC people do not have Origin installed on their PC, and they yeah. want you to. That's probably what it is. Well, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's um, they don't have that. I, it will need it. I guarantee you, it will need Origin. No, they oh. won't. The, it doesn't I, I need I, I, okay, we're doing this right now. 20 quid, Salsa. It will want you to have 20 Origin. Quid, 20 quid bet. It does not want Origin installed. Done. Besides that, I, I just want to say, to kind of comment on what you guys were talking about, I, I think that just from the developer get-go, anytime we see a simulation-type game coming out from this point forward, we're going to see a VR option because when, mm. when teams together come and they have these planning stages, you know, it is now apparent that VR is part of the game yeah. world. And it yeah. is absolutely part of the conversation is, do we want to ignore this or do we want to include it? And I highly doubt any AAA studio from this time forward is going to ignore that in a simulation-based game. Uh, no, what I mean is obviously car driving, you know, anytime you're flying, you know, anytime you're in kind of a cockpit simulator, you're going to be having VR as an option. If so, Star Wars I'm and EA have just gone into VR like this, other people are going to look at that and go, hold on a minute, something must be happening big over there. Because... Yeah. I actually thought we'd peaked with Half-Life. I know Medal of Honor. Uh, thank you, Nat, for mentioning that earlier. Uh, Medal of Honor, obviously, that is a big game, above and beyond, coming out. But when this happened, I was like, this is huge. Like, this is massive. Because that fran this is a franchise outside of games as well. Yes. So, you know, a lot yeah. of people are going to hear about that. And, you know, it wasn't a video game when I fell in love with Star Wars. It was a movie. So, 
But do you remember the days when a movie tie-in was not a good video game? I still... Have you ever watched the history of the E.T. cartridge? Yes. Yes, yes. Just recently, they they, they dumped them all in the desert, man. Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine actually has one. It ruined Atari. It ruined Atari, that's what they say. Well, no, it was... was, At the time, there was so much uh, that happened in the the game industry they're sort of like it ruined the whole game industry <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah yeah you're, that's kind of true and then yeah. it changed then they, they had the other changes but um i have to say on this uh yeah 100 you're not going to have to go down the origin route i'm seeing them taking a step back away from it for this in particular because if they do that's another load of signups, and then they will lose that uh, cross-play segment of goodwill, I think, from a lot of people. Um, I'm not convinced. I, I'm, I'm mainly because it's EA, and I don't trust them. Well, I don't think they. I don't think they're skeptical. Yeah, I think they're really worried this time. You know how to get it right. They cut. They yeah. well, you, any barrier that any barrier they put two. up. That Any barrier they put up will be a signal they have messed up. That's what I feel the EA and their feeling on this one is any barrier they put up will be they have messed up because they don't want that to happen in this game. But currently, That's man, they literally have like answered my prayers. I didn't think this yeah. was going to happen. It happened. Yeah. So at the moment, I like EA, you know. If How some... dare you? I don't care. You disgust uh, me. I'm going to comment too. Did you, did you guys play Elite Dangerous? Did any of you guys get into that? Yes. At all? Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. A lot so of Elite Dangerous. Really it, but... And 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 it's another question too. Did any of you guys ever play like the the submarine games or uh, it's not submarine, but the the diving games where you're going underwater and in, like Subnautica or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, free uh, yeah. free diver. Okay. Down. Yeah. In my opinion, those two types of things, whether you're in a simulation like a cockpit, like a fighter jet, or or, or diving in the ground where you would be normally wearing a mask. I think that those are incredible for VR because the immersion is is set not only with the realistic feeling that you would already actually have a mask in there, uh, but but yeah, things like Rogue Squadron. I mean, it's it's not only going to be a fun VR experience, but it's actually going to really immerse the crap out of people. So there, there's there's these little things that that are going to be very exciting, and it's going to do things that that Half Life Alex couldn't do, and that game was a horror game. I just finished it. Um, so, so that's what what's the most game? exciting to me. Oh, it was a I would say, I would say, some of it is a horror, horror element, a horror game. It had horror had elements. elements. I would agree exciting with that. Yeah. Head exciting. crabs, head crabs that just they go for the normal. How <laughs> was Jeff? Great, larger. Yeah, all right, Jeff. To, to yeah. shielded head crabs to Jeff. Jeff was Jeff, gentle. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is brilliant. a horror section. Jeff is he's a, he's a Jeff is a man. We have a five-pound donation from Ham who can't oh, wait to fire his torpedoes into the Death Star or anything else. And Is that a else. euphemism? Or everything Let's go. No, it's so, anything else. One thing I will from my perspective, I'm quite fortunate. I have a full-seated racing rig, which nice. actually has an arm that swings in that has a thing where you can put a HOTAS. So if this thing has HOTAS yes. support, it, has. Oh, it, does. it, it must does. have. And it even it has. has HOTAS with PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, nice. Confirmed. So Confirmed. I, so if I can sit in my chair with Is my thing and put that on and have my hotest, 
it, yeah, I believe it has been confirmed. Yeah. yeah, where has it been confirmed? Because I haven't seen that one yet. So, so there was so so somebody somebody asked it's... PlayStation support and was like, "Can you confirm with me that it will work?" And they're like, "Yes." And they're like, "Okay." Okay. And they're like, and one more time." Okay. And they reworded the question. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. They, and on the same no tweet, they said, "Yes, it uses Origin." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 legit. It's legit going to work. I've got a HOTUS okay. sitting right over here in a box next to me, and I haven't used it for a while. But yeah, I mean, if nobody knows what that is, a HOTUS is just a joystick and a, and a, and a thruster, right? It's like a it's it's what you use to control airplanes. Yeah, video games get and, and, yeah. I'm considering it's, it's a hundred dollars for this game. Yeah. It's, it's a, a HOTUS myself. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Which one is that one? Is that one? The, this is the, the X52. That's the Logitech X52. This is actually modeled. You played Elite Dangerous Pro. That look familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's exactly the same. What's he got? 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 He has okay, got. So this, that's this is the thrust, right? Ooh, the thrust. No, I feel no. less of a man now. He's thrust. Yeah. No, no. Look at his stool. Yeah, we got a little okay, button. Yeah, there. you got that. Okay, you okay, okay. Which way are we doing with this? Um, I don't know if I can do this. I don't think I can. Tell us, can you can I? do it, man. It's just tech. You can show tech on this, the podcast. <laughs> right, keep okay. Right, keep the, so, for our audio, we are so. now comparing joysticks. Please read into that what you will. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is the uh, F56 Mine's, Rhino. It's just a little bit, no. Um, oh, I've got to be careful. Uh, so I've almost... Um, I, I could destroy things here. I could destroy things here. I don't want to destroy things. My, my throttle is almost ready to be destroyed. If, if he has an accident, he's only down the road. I can go and help him. It's fine. <laughs> it's about time. It's, it's about time for that ad break right now. So we're going to do a quick ad. Talking about PlayStation. We do have a PlayStation physical copy for sale for one of our games right now. So if one of you guys know. We, 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 can you know, do that, though? Plug that, that for me. Yeah. Uh, I will. Because, um, there we go. Oh my God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'll have to do the plugs at go. the end, I think, right? Oh, <laughs> the other part. What the hell so is that? Yeah, nice. That's, it's a, a crazy That's the thrust on. part, man. This the it's, it's got a dual part. thrust. It's got That's dual thrust, right? Yeah, you are we all got, saying uh, that dual thrust sections and yeah. extra buttons and twisty knobs and these go two ways and lighting and you hey, remember at one point in your life, you probably knew. You probably at one point you actually knew what those buttons did, and you were playing. And it, I, at one point, I knew what my, my buttons did, but not anymore. Oh, well, I remember going oh. back to Elite after like three months and then going. <sighs> I can't remember what any of this does. <laughs> exactly. So, Caleb, let's talk about um, your pixel ripped uh, pink special edition from Pert Games, the physical yeah, edition. Yeah, let's. We can we can we can briefly go over that. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm excited about it just as Tell much. Um, yeah, just I well, I very very quickly. I, I got to meet uh, Mickey from Perp Games a little over a year ago at GDC, and and we had a little meeting with him, and met the guys. They were great. They do the physical copies of games. So they said, hey, let's let's come together and make a partnership. And yeah, we did. So. Uh, August 25th is when it's supposed to start shipping out to people, but we have pre-orders right now. Um, we still have some left. So yeah, there's a special edition. It comes with, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's Pixar up to 1995. And it's it's the, the newest, coolest VR. No, it's one of the it's one of the passion projects that, that our studios obviously worked on for a long time. And I've been heavily involved with as far as just kind of watching and testing. I didn't make it. I didn't develop it by any means. Um, and anyways, uh, sorry, the, the, the physical version is 89. Um, so if you guys saw the 1995, 
Oh, sorry, yeah, picture yes, 999, yes. yeah. I, that's my fault for saying that too. So it's the previous version. We will eventually have a physical of the other one, but that's going to be some other time. Um, so anyways, 89's got the physical, and we've got some special little things that people can get from it. So yeah, the first thing is we're going to have assigned postcards in there from the developer herself uh, with some messages on there, and you get three postcards, and that's really cool. And that's kind of like a, our way of saying like not only thank you, but here's something that like is actually from the team, right? Um, so I thought that was a really nice thing. Then they've got a, a pink edition cassette, which you saw, which got a USB on it. And the USB, I've it been working cool. here, I've been working here myself trying to actually create the, the digital assets for that with my team. Um, so we've got special wallpapers and things as well as some cool videos that we've put together. And uh, I just got finished, we've got like, you know, a, a 30 minute plus kind of behind the scenes of the making of it and everything that's all going to be included on that. So it's going to be a, a nice little treat for the people that get that. And I think it's 30 euros. So, you know, for you guys, it, it makes sense for me. I don't, I'd have to translate yeah, it's that. Not, but when I saw a, that, that was, I think it was 25 pounds. for the, Yeah. And I was like, that's actually really good value. Yeah, I mean, we, we we tried to make it honestly as cheap as possible, and and to to make it so that we could actually produce it and make mm -hmm. it. It's this is not this is absolutely one hundred percent not a money maker for the studio. This is purely like a we want people to have this, and and how can we make this happen? So so that's what this is. Um, and and the, the 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 special edition is you don't have to go that. You can just get the normal physical edition, um, which is obviously gonna be less. I think it's just twenty dollars or twenty euros. Uh, Actually, I could, be, I could be wrong. I think that's what it is, though. Check it. Uh, and and it, they do ship worldwide. They ship everywhere, all around the world. Yeah. You just have to submit a ticket to them for them to get back to you. But they ship all around the world for it. Uh, and yeah, the special edition is purely because we want to give that extra something to, to the people that care about us and have supported us for so long. Uh, so that's... How many of these are you producing? 1,500 of the special editions. Uh, and, and I know that we do have some left right now. We don't have like a lot left, but we have, mm -hmm. we still have plenty left right now. You know, like we, we wanted to make sure that 1500 was a good enough number to where we could sell it for, you know, a few months, hopefully. Sure. Um, but, but we don't want it to be, you know, lasting for years. And I don't, I can tell you right now, it's not, it's not going to. So uh, most people are actually buying more than one too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. What, what does that leave you thinking about on the PS5? Uh, the fact that you can get an all digital console and a physical media version. Uh, well, which one would you get? And, that to me sounds like it is eventually going to phase, and we all knew. Yeah, yeah. It would. Well, happen. I think I think yeah, we do know it's going to phase because we can see that happening in every other medium as it is right now. I think yeah. there will be attachments for the physical stuff, uh, you know, especially because people want to have that. And I think that there has to be. I think we all know there has to be a physical means of something, even if in the future, if we don't have you know pixel CDs, if they're USB drives, you know that have a physical. There has to be some yeah. thing because the internet, as wonderful as it is doesn't always exist. The cloud is only up when servers are running. So you have to have digital physical copies for, for stuff to, to live. And, and I think that if we want things to live and have that longevity, that's the reason we put them on these physical copies. I mean, the fact is that everything that goes on that disc for us is, you know, it stays the way that it is. And if you don't turn it on to the internet, there's no updates, you know, it is what it is forever. And that's kind of the specialness of it. So. This is really interesting because you're talking to, it's about the history of games as well, because mm -hmm it keeps that stuff alive and able to do it if it's a physical medium. For example, a prime example of this is PT. PT mm -hmm. which was the demo on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. They took it off. So unless you had that demo on your PlayStation before they took it away, there is no way Never. of you getting that Never. back. And I remember seeing on eBay, people were selling PS4s with the PT demo on it for like thousands of pounds. You'd have to sell your account though. Because it's the only... Account as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
but people were willing to do that. But it, it yeah. just goes to show that that's one other reason physical media does. I'll be honest, I haven't bought anything physical in ages. <laughs> I, there's nothing. I I don't pre-order physical stuff. Never have done. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of people don't. don't. I don't expect. No. Yeah, a lot of people don't. No, this is just me. It's, I was know. just going to say, um, there's a company called Limited Run Games. Mm-hmm. I only found them out because of um, Streets and they're, Rage. They're 4. just they're just like perp. Uh, they do very similar. Yeah, and and it's like you're saying, man. So Streets of Rage Four, which I think is absolutely amazing. I love a side scrolling beat 'em up and stuff. Um, and I've been waiting for that game so long. Uh, played it at games, commented the developer, and that like you know when you, it was quite an odd situation when you're hyped about a game. Um, how often do you get to meet the developer of the game? Hardly ever. So I was a bit like Streets of Rage 4. I mean, the video looks great. The intro looks awesome. When I met him, I could tell how passionate he was about the series. And I thought this game's going to be amazing. Yeah. So limited run come up. And basically you get like a Mega Drive box. Looks exactly like an old Mega Drive game. A Mega Drive cartridge. Obviously there's nothing on the cartridge. It's just a cartridge. You get a booklet. And then obviously you get your digital key and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wanted that. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I wanted that. Just That's for that. Cool. Yeah, just for that collection. Uh, and the same as your thing, man. As soon as I saw it, I was straight in touch with Perp and uh, got one. So I, I used to be very much. I used to be really bad at it. I used to, you know, physical tat that you can get with special editions. I used to be terrible. I've got the Watchdogs hat and the face mask, which I've actually been using recently. Um, <laughs> I got, why not? You know, why not? So I've got that. I've got an Assassin's Creed statue. I've got you know, all these other things. And I look at it now, and it's like. I'm 43. What have I been doing with my life? But this is not owning all of this stuff. Okay, I, 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 real, real quick, I'll try to. I, I know I got the Halo. You know, the Halo Master Chief head helmet that you could get. Definitely got that special edition. Did the Grand Theft Auto special editions? Did the Prey special editions? I, did, I, I usually do gaming special editions, but that's kind of where I cut. Uh, and the Matrix ones. They did all the Matrix special editions with the Neos and stuff. And 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 that's about it. That's about it. But I've never done any. Salsa. Salsa. Have you done any? You, uh, yeah, I've got. Um, South VR South. Paradise. I've got a couple of, <laughs> no, I've got a couple of different. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't I just got that, things. man. VR no, Paradise. We're not, we're not going to show that. Don't show that. You got no, the physical version. Um, I was a big Destiny lonely. fan, so I've got special editions Ooh. of Destiny. Um, okay. And the Division, so I've got a Division watch. Ah. So, well, I have the Destiny ones as well, actually. Yeah, like the division watch is so cool. It's really heavy. It's all metal. Yeah, does it work? It's like you see everything around you start. No, it only does. It's only Depends the light up and everything. It just looks good. Yeah, yeah. You feel like more of a man when you wear that watch. Do you not go up to that oh. traffic lights and go? I'll change that. Oh, it went green. <laughs> that was my doing. <laughs> so good. No? So good. So. Right, let's uh Solaris, first contact entertainment. Who's hyped for that game? Are you looking forward to it? I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Okay. If it can be like other games that are on the side quest, uh then yeah, maybe it could be really good or it will fall flat on its face. One of the two. Well um, that's a the good problem the, the issue <laughs> I have right there. I, that's what my feeling on this is. It looks really good in the trailers. It looks like they're going down the right road, I think, here. In that it looks full pace and everything else like that. It looks like an FPS that isn't sort of, like, compromised. It looks like one that's just going to go, right, I'm going to just 
go in, shoot, fire, run around, do everything. But... Do you know what? I played Firewall the other day and for the new um, map and stuff. And I'll tell you what, not not visually, visually it's fine. It's it's actually not aging that well for me. Because this is like, my point. It's one round and you're back to a lobby. And it's like, uh, dude, this feels like that the excitement, you know, because don't mm. get me wrong, when you're playing a match of that and you're actually in that moment and stuff. You wanted that division watch to be able to go, ready, go. I just wanted like rounds, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, yeah. Like, round two, round three, round four, you know, yeah, best, out of, best out of 10 or something. Yeah. The flow, like kicking you the flow out of, of the gameplay, the flow of the entire system in, in Firewall is too slow. It's going from finishing a round into a lobby, into a round, into a lobby. Don't get me wrong. The game, when it's working, because <laughs> it yeah. used to not for quite a long while, um, is great. And when you're in there with a bunch of people who know what they're doing, and that's a key thing for Firewatch, because it is not a run and gun, do your own thing, lone wolf. It's you work together as a team. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that a lot of the time if you're hooking up with randoms, which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. But the flow of going from a game to lobby to a game is very slow and time consuming within firewall. So you, this is my concern with Solaris. My other concern with Solaris is it's a multiplayer game in VR. And the problem is if it doesn't hook that player base and keep it, everyone will play it for two weeks and then no one will touch it again. I can't right. remember if it's got cross-platform play. I bet you it doesn't. It's on Quest, PC, PC, VR and They PSVR. would, I mean... And they've you also confirmed to. it's going to support the AE yeah. aim, aim controller on PSVR as well. That makes perfect sense, considering... I mean, to be honest, it's the only reason to really own an aim controller on PlayStation. I think, that, I think that when you and, develop a game that's multiplayer, you have to have cross-platform. Otherwise, I think, as you as you just said, I mean, we if we yeah. can sit there and say we know that it's dead in the water that quickly as we do, uh, I think a developer usually as if it's got a team they usually can can think about those things so i would hope that they've got that planned out right there because otherwise that i do agree if, they, if it's not instantly just you know it's not going to be possible uh, do you guys remember that game uh actually what is it called now the, the dodgeball type game i'm missing it um where you shot the the dodgeballs at each other remember that one oh, <laughs> blast arena it was no but it wasn't blast arena it was dodgeball. oh i think right, I know, no, I, it's quite an old one isn't it <laughs> It's kind yeah, of, it, it, had a, it had a huge player base at yeah. first. Everybody played mm. it for like a month or two, um, and then it kind of grew, just, and then it completely died. Like it got yeah. big, and then it died. And, and I was playing it at first. I loved it. Smash ball. There you go. It's like people are saying in chat. So get to the chopper. Yeah, Smash ball. That's right. Smash ball. Spark, yeah. Spark is love a prime game. example. Love Spark is great. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Spark even had a smaller life though. To me, Spark had even smaller life. It was even shorter in Spark. You when was the last got, time you tried that? You've got to try and talk. <laughs> the last time I tried Spark. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a couple of months ago, Spark is one v one. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the difference. With Smash Ball was like team versus team, so it really, exactly. you, know, you really needed to have players in that one. Nice. Uh, uh, what about Onward? Any of you guys play Onward? Because I tried to play it the other yep. day, and I couldn't even reload, yep. so I give up straight away. <laughs> yeah, so reload. Every gun, every gun reloads differently, and you got to push the A button on some of them, and you got to hold it and pull it out. And some of them you push it, and it just falls Dude, out. I literally tried. Like I've played every yeah. other shooter like that, and I could not reload. I was like, "What the hell?" Everything I can think of, <laughs> any game has ever done before, is not working. Yeah, so, you've got to yeah, know how will... each weapon thinks, and there are some maps that are really dark. Dude, I can't, I can't laugh at you because I've had that happen to me. I've had it happen where I joined a game and I was like, 
Nope. Pretty most guns yeah. are you release the clip. There's a button to release the clip. Pull the clip out. Usually, usually. usually. Dude, this is normal? this is all really I fascinating. I don't, know what, I don't know what gun you were using. I don't know what gun you're using, but I can tell you, I've, I've played a lot of realistic military shooters lately. I've played a game called Escape from Tarkov, which makes me learn all the ammo and the guns. So now when I play these games like Onward, I'm like, I know exactly what these guns are now, and actually, I have some more familiarity with them. But that that oh, certainly nice. helps a lot, and I think that. You know, like all these games, you got you got to get in there with somebody who knows what they're doing to really. Yeah, I want to. I got to get back you know, in because yeah. he's coming to the quest now as well. Yeah, See, which being is, which is so such a big deal. You being know, I mean, ex-military, this is a wonderful thing to behold. With watching you guys go, I don't know what any of this is. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. We don't have the training for this, man. We don't have this training. Uh, but but with, with Onward being on the quest, it's big. One of the first things I used to do in, in Onward when the game first came out, I would just literally run out into the game with an assault rifle. I would take a smoke grenade. I would throw the smoke grenade and I would run in and I would just lay down in the middle of it. Just lay down in the middle of smoke grenade. Just lay there. <laughs> People come walking by and you stand up and you shoot them and then you lay back down. So like with the quest, you have all that freedom and you can just feign death and it's going to be so much fun. So yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't realize to begin with that Onward is not your run and gun. It's no. a proper military sim shooter. It's not Unreal Tournament in VR. It's, yeah, it's not The that. AI it's is not, not so great, but no. the game, you'll, you'll die instantly if you just start walking. Oh. You know. oh, yeah. There was plenty of servers, though, going. Like, it was easy oh, yeah. to find a game. It wasn't... Uh, yeah. that's Onward and Pavlov both. Always shooting mm -hmm. off. Onward, Pavlov, and Contractors. Because that's yeah. pretty because they've just done the mod maps. So, personally, I, I really want to try Contractors. I bought it, uh, even on Steam, uh, and I, I've, I've, I've been wanting to play it. So, what do you guys think? If you're going to invest time, Contractors, Pavlov, Onward, or, yeah, Contractors, Pavlov, Ooh. or Onward, which, which one is the best time waster, or do I have to jump into all of them to have the best fun? I, I think you need... It depends on what you want. Yeah. I, think I, want, I want fun with friends. I want fun with friends. All be, they can all be time things. What's going to be the easiest for you to find someone that you know has it? Well, I, I'm saying like, I, I, regardless of the person I'm playing with, what would what do you guys think is the most fun when you're playing with your friends? Like best Pavlov. memories. Pavlov. Yeah. Pavlov. Yeah. I can say so far, I agree. I've had the most fun playing Pavlov with my friends because of the different levels, because of the different exactly. kind of levels that I was able to play. Yep. Onward, I had a lot of fun playing with, you know, Vivian and some other people into the VR spies back in the day. But that's that was based off the people, not the game. Mm. Based off the game, it was Pavlov. So that's a good Contract point. Contractors is more of a very visually polished Pavlov, I think is the way to describe it more than anything mm, else. Yeah. But it why doesn't, doesn't win? Yeah. It does well, because Pavlov's been around for a lot longer. Yeah. And people are still hooked into it. And it still has a huge community of people building their own yeah. game types. Because they you can't do that in contractors. They're building mm. their own game types. They're built so you got lots of TTT and that sort of, you know, um, and they're building a lot more maps. I believe it's also much easier to mod four than contractors is. So I was going to say contractors, yeah, has got the mobs, the mod scene now, which is pretty mm. cool. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how it grows. Jump. You can jump in contractors, so surely that yeah. makes it a yeah. winner. You can jump and slide yeah. and slide. I'm sorry, <laughs> you can jump in any VR game because you have knees. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I actually really like contractors. I find contractors very it's middle of everything i don't you know what i mean at the moment i don't um i don't know i struggle with contracts because it does nothing wrong it actually no. does a lot of things right but yeah i have more fun in pavlov because i know i can go on pavlov and someone will go to me hey dude do you want to do that level from call of duty zombies you're like mm -hmm. yeah man let's do that and you know or, do you want to revisit goldeneye from the mm -hmm. oh, of course it's stuff yeah. like that like from the facility 
Yeah, facility, exactly. Yeah, Golden Facility Complex. Mate, we got to uh -huh. go. we got to go yeah. on Pavlov. The, the best way I can describe contractors is it's fine. And that's the only thing you can really say about it. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's fine. But Pavlov has that extra bit that all the community have thrown into it. And yeah, contractors sure. might get that now that it has that mod support. Yeah, good nice. here. Appreciate the um, feedback, definitely. What about uh, Wraith the Oblivion, which is coming from Fast Travel Games? Did you check that out? Has anyone watched the gameplay trailer of that? The horror. I have not. Sell it it's... to me, GT. Tell me about this. I can't tell you much about it because I don't know much about it. But I was just asking huh. seeing the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> tell Wraith, us all about it, chat. What that, you guys well, know? we can't tell you gameplay yeah. because the gameplay trailer hasn't been released yet there's only been okay that makes sense trailer. that makes it's sense early, I'm saying, no, I, I know the logo i know the logo really well early like, development right oh, i do development footage. yeah it, i mean because that's worth trusting always <laughs> like, i got a good logo guy <laughs> I, I, I've been burnt so many times by games company going, this is what it's going to be. Yeah, but and then you look trouble. at it, it's like, what the? I, I don't care. Hey, I've been hey. burnt by. <laughs> that, that is a, that is a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing making a trailer for something. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's best if you have a really good product that you only have to then tease people as opposed to trying to oversell something that sucks. Uh, I can say that because I, I actually do get to make the trailers for our company and 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 luckily I don't have to work too hard because I just have to kind of not show as much of the coolness that they make and that's all I have to do just don't show all the coolness and then it's just little bits well, of it. Yeah, who made? Go on, sorry. Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife. So it's based on card games basically, and there's a long backlog of those. So like fast bridge. travel. Uh, well, yeah, playing bridge. God, man, you are impossible. Oh, sometimes I hate you, Buck. <laughs> but no, it's it, for me, it's an interesting one from the upload stuff. It was one where I was sort of like, uh, it looks like it's going to scare the living daylights out of me. I it's just it. that. It's just the intro of it. I'm not a big horror fan, but this one got me to the court, and it's right from the start where you are already dead. Yeah. It's a horror game. It's a horror game. I'm out. <laughs> I'll play it. I love I love psychological thrillers. They they, yeah. they get me. They it's, work. They it, work. A, and I like it. It's a thing where the immediate thing that the, the intro starts with is this is a mansion that you're in that even the dead are terrified of. <laughs> Something happened there and it was just so vicious and so cruel that nobody got out alive, including you. That's the start of it. That's so, why, don't, why don't people play things like water bears anymore? So, um, <laughs> but that's the contrast. You got some you like fast travel you, games who created something like the, the curious pets curious type. Tale of the stolen yeah, pets, yeah. So. Where it's well, all heartwarming and touching, and they're very good at getting that communication between people and digging into your, your heartstrings and all this lot. So them doing a horror where you're already a yeah. ghostly ghoul, that interests me. I actually think also um, the voice talents they hire for their games are normally fantastic. Like Apex Construct's got one of the most like memorable voices. Father's voice is incredible. I don't. Know, I can't remember what that guy's name is, but if I was making a VR game, I would look that guy up straight away. I thought it was amazing. Talking about the trailer, uh, talking about trailers, Caleb, 
Pixel, who done the Pixel Ripped original trailer? Because it's one of the best VR trailers I ever saw. Uh, the 1989 one, right? Yeah, with the kid on the skateboard and all that. Oh, and so, the... Okay, so so that's it's, it's a, that's a mixture of two 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 trailers there. The, so the kid, the, the whole acting with the kid and everything, that would have all been with like Anna and the school project, and and they did all that like. At, in like Europe, I think like that. So, um, and they did two different versions of it. So they had like a, a previous, they had two, two commercials basically, and they're both pretty cool. So yeah, the, the whole kid thing that was done there at the, at the NFTS, I believe. Um, and then they kind of took that part of it with, and then they kind of transformed it with the new trailer uh, and they made with the new studio of Artery and uh, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo Justice, the CEO. I know he had something to do with it too. He did the voiceover where he does, you know, come play now. He's the voice of everything. Um, so basically he did that. And I know they put a cut together and then uh, a woman named Julia who works also in Sao Paulo. She is an artist and she kind of put the trailer together in After Effects and everything. So um, they did that first one, which was awesome. And I, and I really liked one. it a lot. Yeah, it's got like the cool little outro sequence put together where they the come music. out of the game and yeah. everything. Uh, the music was made yeah. by a guy named Terrence Dunn. Terrence Dunn is a you know great composer. Unfortunately, he didn't get to compose the music for the second game, but we still did use the same theme. So, you know, we, we, we got yeah. the rights for that song because he created the song for specifically for the game, right? So it's made for that, but he still owns it. And so we, we worked with everybody, you know, like everybody that was involved in the first one was still semi-involved in the second one, um, you know, if their art was used in that way. So, and then we transformed the song, we re-edited it. And if you did get to see, we, we put out uh, an album, you know, and then a second album, and then now a jazz album. So we've got it's like all, all these different versions of it. It's all on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you, we haven't put out a video showing this stuff off yet, but literally all the sounds in the game are made with the engines that are, are created for the game systems. So like we used a Game Boy engine and a Sega engine and, and all these things that can only play the sounds that are possible on those systems. And so when you're playing the games, um, we have like each song has its own version. It's got like a Sega version and a Game Boy version. And, you know, so like everyone, and it uses different instruments. So the guys that That's worked on this, is, uh, yeah, Moon Sailor yeah. was a, well, was yeah, a kind of I mean, company. The there's something like um, if you've got the Masters, well, the Genesis or Mega Drive, that has a very distinct sound system to it as well. Oh, we've got again. Lost Mike. You've gone again. Mic check, mic check. Reality is mic check. <laughs> can anyone read lips? Yeah, can, no. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. And it's back. And it's back now, right? Yeah. Yep. It, it just good. does this weird little thing. So at least we only have to worry about 15 seconds going down. But So, but so, so yeah, do you do now. a lot of the audio for Pixel Ripped? I, I, I don't do the audio for it. Not at all. That's um, a that's, good that's thing, judging by your microphone. So... <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, when it comes to my role, I'm, I'm communication. So I do marketing and I do a lot of the social type stuff. I, I, I run the accounts. Uh, if you guys see the Twitter and that kind of fun stuff, I get to play around with all that. Uh, and, and I get to engage with the team directly. So I'm, I'm constantly talking directly with them. Um, and when it comes to the reviews and, and just getting stuff pushed, I'm, I'm, I'm concentrated in that area. I love development. I love Unity. Uh, and I still do plan to continue to work on games in the future. Um, but but my role was not on that with this game at all. I'm more of a fan, you know, just like you guys. And I'm just trying to, I, I kind of luckily have an insight. I get to see what they're doing and I want people to know. I want to kind of just tell people because it's really cool uh, kind of the cool. way that it's made and the things that people are doing. Um, they did a talk with Big, which is like a big Brazilian conference the other day on the internet. They had a live talk. And and on that one, they showed literally kind of how the music worked. And, and we're going to put out a video in the future with that as well. But yeah, stuff like that. I mean, people don't understand how much, I guess, 
not that it matters we don't expect people to but there's so much thought and intricacies there i mean even when like you're playing the dragon and when the dragon comes out of the tv when it goes back in the tv the sounds actually change for you know the real world sounds as opposed to the game sounds and and we try to do all those little things to make the game subtly better and and i really do think that that's part of the reason it gets the good reviews and that it gets the the you know the notoriety is because there's all these little things that make it feel better you know bigger Wasn't it in the top 10 psvr most downloaded games yeah yeah it's it, well i don't know about downloads i can't say numbers but yeah. I, it, it was listed in the top 10 best P- psvr games That's and when it. you go to your you go to your playstation and type in you know psvr all this week we've been up on the list and it actually put us as number two on their little list thing there which is really i cool. saw that tweet actually <laughs> i think it was anna that tweeted that yeah. out wasn't it so, and, yeah, so we had a so and the, and the kind of just a fun thing the way that stuff like that works is you know we had a guy in a company who literally jumped on his playstation he saw it and he was like ah oh, he took a picture and he throws it in the slack and we all see it and then we start posting his picture and then and i'm like i'm gonna post it on the official and they're like we can't help it we're gonna post it early and it's like no way <laughs> so um it's just but it's great stuff like that we can't we can't help but share when you get good things like that ah oh, kidding um you know we want we want people to know but really it's it's Anytime you see success like that in the industry, it's good for all of us that are making games. We want to do new and creative things, not just rehash the same old idea over and over and over again. Don't you think that's one of the best things about VR though at the moment is that it's untrodden yeah, It's untapped. It's untapped. Well, it, it's, right. it's, it's great from a creative standpoint of, of being able to create almost anything it also you know as you should know it's 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 terrifying because you, you don't have these these staples to know exactly what works and from an investor standpoint yeah. it's difficult to get money it's difficult to get funding for projects like this because we're just now at the point to where there's enough user base to where putting out a game that's successful actually can create an income i mean mm-hmm. there's very few games out there that have sold over a million let alone over two million copies you know there's 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 less than 10 games i think overall that have that have even been in those high you know numbers so, you know, and, and, and certainly at, at, at right now, I, th- I think most studios goals are to be in the long game because nobody's currently making stuff just to get rich. That doesn't, that doesn't exist. You know, that yeah. doesn't happen right now. Yeah. So um, the seeds now, get your name out there, get known. As, that's what I mean. Like you could have been an, an indie developer is now in VR, like a superstar developer because it's quite a small universe. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. And the, the serious ones, the people that are, that are actually doing what they say and, and, and working on it. I mean, I can, I can say myself, I, I wanted to make several games and started to make several games and, and didn't finish them. It, it, it happened. It's, it's very easy to have intentions and not let them work out and, and work for you. I was very fortunate enough to where I got to work with the company and, and, and still get to be involved in projects. And that helps me, you know, continually be, I guess, in the community and, and aware of what's going on. But, but otherwise, yeah, you, you either got to be working on a project yourself or, or, or somehow doing something if, if you want to actually pursue any kind of a i guess a career in that in that world probably yeah. the most exciting thing about it for the development community because i'm not a dev at all but it's not been around long enough to someone to see it say oh you can't do that yeah that's not yeah. That's, you can do whatever you want because no one's proved that it can't be done yet so you mm-hmm. can just keep going and pushing those barriers yeah i think the yeah, quality sure. of what we're receiving is definitely going up as well that oh yeah that bar is just going up and up and up. Um, but I, I think there's some big titles that have come out that have said, oh, no, now you have to be at that quality. Otherwise, right. you're not going to get noticed. The physics of Boneworks, do you know what I mean? Half-Life Alex, for example, is massive. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I didn't quality. like Boneworks. Everyone Boneworks. else loves it, and I couldn't stand it. No, I don't think they do. I don't no, think everyone else does there's, there's parts Actually. of Boneworks which I just think are broken. <laughs> I don't feel like Boneworks is a game to me. Say no. I don't feel like it's a game. It's not a game. To, I, me. to me, it's not a game. It's a tech demo. It's more yes. Demo. Yeah. That's exactly what I would say. It's a great tech demo. 
I I play games to have fun. I did not find Boneworks fun. I find shooting people in slow motion and chopping their heads off or whatever in slow motion well loads of fun. Can you just clarify that you mean in VR? Then? In VR. Absolutely. Right, okay, good. listen, Fine. we need to talk about The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Has everyone played it here? Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Excellent. Very, very uh, small amount. Very small amount. Like 20 minutes. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, are you guys looking forward to the meat grinder update? Of course. Yes. 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 Isn't it already out? It's a, you hold it? No. It's a holdering meat grinder? <laughs> it's like a, a zombie <laughs> horde mode, basically. Yeah, so, I, I think that could be a place. great option, couldn't it? You shove the meat grinder in the zombie's face and just yeah yeah he's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. there dude and he's probably there make your own sausages in or an the electric earth. meat grinder that you hold and you just run at them like you know Ham's very excited because we've mentioned meat rightly so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, the Walking Dead Saint Sinners is currently discounted on PSN store as far as I know um, how does it play on the PlayStation awesome like yeah. I couldn't believe, like, put it this way, yeah? And people might be like, what are you saying? Because of like, certain games have been really good on the PlayStation. You still are, from launch, are still some of the best quality games. Wipeout, Resident Evil, you know, there's some really high quality games that, like, more recent games just haven't touched. And um, I was a bit, like, if I wouldn't have played Saints and Sinners, I would have been a little bit worried about Squadrons, a little bit, because it looks so amazing, and to be in VR... But Saints and Sinners, to me, is really a really good high-quality game. They definitely put in more fog. Do you know what I mean? You've definitely got that Silent Hill more fog going on. But, <laughs> yeah, dude, like, to me, they captured the essence of the whole game and with the move controllers, which... How does the movement work? So it's how do just you... like, any, like oh. Skyrim kind of thing, you know, hold the left so I have also not played on the PlayStation, so... Okay, yeah, it's to hold the left <laughs> button to move. Uh, I think they've got to hold the right oh, okay. And I hold uh, X on the left to walk backwards. Don't, don't get me wrong. If you haven't got moves, it's like, what? Like, what the hell it is It sounds crazy. About? But once you get used to it, it, it yeah. Just, works. Yeah. Yeah, I struggled. I must admit, I haven't played my PlayStation for a while. And I, did I remember. I, did you guys finish I, the game at all? Yeah, I finished it twice. No, not yet. How many hours is that one? Do you think about? Eight, eight, eight hours. Eight hours. That's I, haven't finished it. I haven't been able to finish it yet. I, I, if you know what you're doing, I think. Your oh, first yeah, one could like be eight hours. 12 hours to beat Half-Life, so I'm, it takes me a little while, apparently. I would say, yeah, I yeah. think Buck's right. I think 12 hours is a good ballpark figure for that game. Because one of the things Saints and Sinners doesn't do well is explain the day-night system. It, it, you, it takes you a little while yeah. to figure out what that actually means. So basically, um, you can go to a place, and then you can go home, but then that's one day done, and then the next you have to go to sleep, and then you wake up, and then you go to the next one. So when I first started playing, I thought oh, I can go here, and then I go here. It's like no, no, no. You go one, you go home, you start again. You've the got to make the most of that trip, haven't you? Yeah, which is a good mechanic, and it yeah. works really well. But the game does not explain that to you when you start. Right, yeah. just kind of learn it. I gotcha. Yeah, well, that different. can actually lengthen the game out as well if you are particularly going i want to get as much resource as possible to get that game or i need to find this one resource while this horde of zombies is chasing me to get this weapon for tomorrow the um, whole game is based on a risk reward system of do you risk yeah. taking the extra day to go and do something to get that reward that's the idea behind it yeah. pretty much uh tantrum has said 
is it me or do I notice that people are fine with both Rift S and PSVR? It, it kind of worries him. Uh, he assumed the Rift S is much better. Will I have a good advanced experience with Rift S? It's all about your hardware, really. It's all about what PC you've got. Um, that's, is it though? Because I, so. I would say it's all about content. Um, I don't really, I don't know. See, I've played all PSVR games pretty much and I don't really now as PCVR has a lot of new stuff. I think as a headset goes in technology, I think the Rift S is better because you've got the inside out tracking. Uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's super comfy. I think the visuals and the clarity in it are fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. I do think it's a superior headset. Um, On a, a technological level, absolutely. But I think the PC is what will push the graphical side of what you're going to see and like yeah. be amazed by it. Like Lone Echo now is, uh, I don't know how old that game is. It's quite old, I think, in terms of PCVR games. But... Mm -hmm. Technically, I you can't see that it's on one, PSVR. Yeah, it's one of the most amazing visual. I only played Lone Echo from start to finish about three months ago, and, and I was still like, "This, if yeah, this came yeah. out now, I yeah. would be impressed." Yeah, I had a game-ending uh, bug that didn't allow me to finish it, so I never got to go through the tunnel that gets you to the girl at the very end. Um, I got into the tunnel and it took me out to space, and I just floated in space and died. <laughs> but. Um, which is terrifying. It's terrifying. I, game, by the way, I I love Lone Echo. I that was just and it, the thing for me as well with a lot of games is its story. And if I get hooked by the story, it doesn't matter what the game. I'm sold. Mm -hmm. um, and I was completely hooked by the story to the to the point in the end where I'm like, "We're going to do this. We're going to be okay." But I'm trying to risk it, and I was genuinely worried mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. What, it what was, I loved about the game as well, it, when it came to involvement, if you're standing up doing it, you found yourself going to all these sort of strange, odd positions, like you was in space. Mm -hmm. So you'd be grabbing something while going like this, while going. But the the most interesting and thing for me with, like that. with Lone Echo is yeah. not once did I get motion sick, and considering it's a zero G game, You're in I was very man? surprised. Well, apparently no. Apparently they've done something within the graphics that you cannot. You can see subconsciously, like a grid, but you cannot see it. This is what I've been told by... The, I know, it's a weird thing to do. And apparently that keeps you feeling like you're okay. It's interesting to call. see that. Because um, what was the game I played this week? It's not out. It's like an early access thing. Uh, and you fly around. Oh, what was it? Um, is that the one where you've got the guns that you can shoot at people and stuff? Oh, yeah. I've seen the trailers Airborne. for it. Airborne's brilliant. Yeah. That, that looks really good fun. Fast. It was it's, crazy yeah. good. I've been playing Airborne since it was in like early alpha. And the first versions of Airborne, they are, that was really hard to deal with. That was actually quite on hard Steam? to deal with. Um, it not is yet. on Steam. No, not yet. Is it? I don't it's know. not for uh, sale yet. No, this week, this week is going out, isn't it? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I think it's this week. I can check it out. Airborne. Yeah. I think it's this week. It's going out into okay. Uh... Early access. Yeah. Um, there he is. So it is really interesting, really fast, very very simple premise, but it was quite addicting. Um, it's just speed, gunning, shooting, flying, and 
Yeah. But um, it's, it's, it's an exhilarating game. It's, yeah. it's a really exhilarating game. Uh, as I said in the video, like literally hurtling at full speed. Because you can get like a, it's like a sonic boom boost. You slam your fist forward and you go flying forward. And then to turn around and know you're hurtling that way, but facing yeah, that yeah, way, yeah. shooting these things. Yeah, takes... coming after you. Oh, it's amazing. And your guns like... can change out from like just long shoot guns to shotgun style fire guns. Yeah, While awesome. your your movement is kind of arcing down towards the ground, which is probably like a couple thing. of hundred miles away, but yeah. then you can end up going sliding across the ground with the things chasing you, to shooting up a few hundred meters at a few hundred miles an hour within a split second of each other, and just avoid and things that way, and then boom. Emotion sickness-wise? None. That's why I wanted to talk about it, because you hmm. said about that. Um, I'm not <laughs> I'm not like uh, impervious to motion sickness. I do get hmm. a feeling of motion sometimes. I I've never really felt ill from it, I think. But um, this game, there was nothing like that. Nothing at all. And I was thinking, this is probably one of the fastest VR games that's got hmm. any amount of movement possible. And I felt absolutely fine. So when you said that, that's the game that sprung to my mind. Yeah, he, he's worked very hard on it. It's still very disorientating because, in other ways, because you do turn around so quickly. Hello, Deej, Matty, how are you doing, guys? So um, let's flip over to a full screen trailer. Oh, no, no, no. What I wanted to do, talk about in death quickly. One last thing. Uh, in death, Unchained. I'm really looking forward to this game. I've played it on PSVR. It's really good. It's procedurally generated. Uh, I think it's... Oh, in death? Yes. In mm. death, yeah. Like, you go to heaven, purgatory. It's coming to the quest on the 23rd. Uh, and I think it's going to be priced at $30. And the reason I brought it up is it's just playing in the background now. So um, One of the best bow mechanics in any VR game. Yeah. I, the only problem I do... I still have a problem with um, inside-out tracking when you have oh, bow wow. mechanics. See, I have outside-in tracking, so I'm a bit spoiled. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. I played in death from the Oculus CV1. Mm -hmm. So, bow mechanics, I got so used to bow mechanics on a CV1 where yeah. it's outside, uh, you know, yeah. constellation tracking. Um, the, I'm, I'm sort of like, how good have they got the tracking on that? Because I'm still sort of like, it's still one of the families of inside out tracking. The bow doesn't feel as good on inside outside tracking. So, where that goes to the quest, I want to see. I, I'll be interested to see how they pull it off. See, I thought Apex Le uh, Apex Legends. I thought Apex Constructs played really well on the quest. Um, it's one of those games. I probably don't push it enough because I played it so much on PSVR that even though a lot of new people come along and go, "Oh yeah, the quest," I'm like, kind of been there like a lot. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's hard to go back to. Yeah. Uh want to say hello to a couple more people. We've got DJ doing you've got cold you Dan Kitty also said what you said, Buck. He said at uh, the best biomechanics. Um uh Void Cat, how you doing? Hard to get, great tantrum. I think Iron Man, I think it's the third or the fourth. Um I'm not quite sure, uh, but we, we are gonna talk about Iron Man anyway. But next up we're gonna look at a trailer uh from a game. Uh it's coming from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, Quasar Dynamics, and it's called Do Not Open. It's set to re release next year in uh, 2021. So we're just going to flip over to the full trailer section of the VR link. 
and uh, have a look at it. He even says it there, uh, presenter. Did you hear the Spanish guy at the end? I love that. I played it earlier and he goes, I don't know what he says at the end. It's just Spanish stuff. But um, yeah, it's proper great. I love it. Just Spanish stuff. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but um, I can't wait for that. I think that I'm hoping, obviously a lot of things are captured on the social screen on PSVR. So they tend to look like, wow, amazing on the social screen in the headset. They cannot kind of look as good, but mm. um, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to that one. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I think uh, my mic's working now. Is that right? Is it, yeah, you're all good, man. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yay. We're gonna no, we're gonna keep doing this. Don't apologize. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna have fun. Apologize. I've muted him anyway. It's fine. Did you hear about Beat Saber being removed from arcades? Of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was like, like, yeah. What? 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 I mean, I gotta say, it, it came at a good time in the sense that most arcades are not really working right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, there is the, that. The is going on, but it's it's a huge it's a huge issue. I tell you, this is a big deal. A lot of people worldwide know that game. They know the IP. They want to play it. When they go to an arcade, they expect to play it. So this is a big uh, deal. Some Ooh. people say that it's music licensing. That's not quite true. Most of the arcades, mm -hmm. I gotta say real quick, most of the arcades didn't use any of the music packs. They only were ever playing the ones that were created initially with the game. And that's all they were even allowed to play in the first place, you know? So yep. that's all we were doing at the arcades. And I know that I was working at them. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely wanna hear what you guys think about that. But, but this is the thing as well. It's like, when you want to show off VR to someone, what's the first game you put them in? It's generally Beat Saber. Because it's a very simple, well, you do in, this, in you that, and it's simple well, to do. It's Beat Saber actually, with arcades, they have dedicated arcade machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they have right. They're out there. Granted, I mean, some of those arcade machines were not necessarily made with their approval, but some of them were. Some of them were. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, does that mean I could get one for cheap if they're going to get rid of them in the arcades? I, I probably I, I not. Really don't know. I mean, <laughs> apparently this means a temporarily. You know, they said that they're going to be off until the thirty first or something, or maybe they'll come right. back later in July. So. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to relicense the deals, and obviously, a large part of this has to do with with Beat Saber being bought out or being Beat Games yeah. being taken up with Oculus, yeah. um, and and that's kind of a big deal. Um, and yeah, I I kind of used to. I, I didn't work with the guys, but I, I used to talk to the team a little bit. They're based in you know Prague, and I think they're staying in Prague, so the teams are still separated. But clearly, there's something going on, and I don't know enough to say. So I'm, 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 it's it's interesting to see where it's going. I think it's a big problem, though. I do not like personally how. It was released and, and instantly taken away from you know all these arcade owners are, are kind of building their business and and unfortunately for them beat saber is kind of a part and and and, and has to do with a little bit of their livelihood and you know for a company to, to obviously take a payday from a big company if it hurts mm. all these little people who are all individually trying to push vr obviously that yeah. doesn't make anybody happy so i'm not trying to say anybody's a bad guy by any means i i, I just hope i hope that there's some conversations being had and that that uh, gets fixed it's business you know? dude that's what it's business, right. dude. You know, you know, because I mean, the <laughs> big thing is, if this, if this big company wants to buy this game and, and these IPs, and you want people to love it, well, you have to have people have to have access to that thing that they love, right? You know, so uh, otherwise, how is it going to continue to live? Why did you buy this big IP if you don't want to actually let people play it? You know, so. Um, well, we yeah, didn't sure want people to play it. We just yeah, want to exactly, charge them more money exactly. to play it. Right. There is an answer here. I'm sure that they, I'm sure that they've got a solution and they, they figured it out. So the thing is, we'll just I, see what I, it is. As you just said, man, like they've literally gone through the really hard times. It's a bit of a double whammy in it, really. Jack. Yeah, when they yeah, reopen, yeah, for sure. Like, for arcade owners, yes. 
that pulls yes. people in. And also, like, I've seen some of the, the videos in China and stuff. Like, they have real cool-looking setups of Beat Saber. Like, you could recognize Beat Saber without mm. seeing the game by the setup. You know, the big red and blue lights and all that stuff, you know? Um, yeah, it is going. It is going. But talking about uh, buying and not buying, Facebook has bought Ready at Dawn. Uh, and they already yes, got Sandsrew. just said about Beat Games. Like... What we think I was about. looking at this company too. They keep buying all the companies I'm looking at. I'm like, I like this company. I like this company. They're just buying them. It's a smart move on their point to do it. Because if they, they need to curate content. Yeah. Exactly. They, yeah. Yeah. If you want exclusives and you want to curate stuff and you have your own store that you want to keep people in, that's how you do it. You buy a studio that is known to create decent titles again and again and again. I said, and then you pump your money into them and you grow yeah. them in the way they want to yeah. grow. The best and thing Facebook can do with a lot of these companies, though, is go, okay, we own you now, but we're going to leave you alone and let you do what you do. That's right. what I want. I don't want them to come in and go, right, now you have to add this and you have to I add this. So, I don't think a company like that would do that, though. I think I, they would definitely go leave it. Sorry, you, you don't yeah. think Facebook would say, we're going to tell you what to do? So, so here, here's my opinion on, on what I know so far. <laughs> maybe not, maybe, maybe isn't a lot, a lot, but I, I do know that Facebook, you know, they, they're growing and learning a lot. And I don't think, I personally don't think that they have the capacity to jump in and tell these studios what to do. These studios have the, the answers that, that Facebook's looking for a lot of times. So they're not a new studio. I, I, yeah, exactly. Buck, I think that you're right. I think these studios are going to be for the most part left alone. Sure. They're going to have more rules. There's going to be some implementations as always happens when there's a changeover yeah, power. Yeah. But I think the studios are going to make the content. And yeah, Oculus's main goal, Facebook's main goal is to sell headsets. That's their mm -hmm. goal. So they need these companies pumping out the software, as you said. Uh, one thing I want to say, too, because we kind of early, we just briefly mentioned it. Um, the, they, they launched, they launched uh, Phantom, the covert ops, uh, recently. And I played yeah. that last night just for maybe an hour. Um, and what I kept thinking was, wow, okay, not only are they trying to make games that are appealing for everybody on the Quest and Rift, but they're trying to like, make, this is a workout simulator. You're, you're, you're paddling yeah, yeah. this thing the whole time and you're trying to shoot. Yeah. So like they're, I, this is not a, conf you know, this isn't a mistake. They're absolutely trying to go, hey, look, look, our headsets make, they, they can give you workouts. They can get, you know, so they're, they're trying to push these, these concepts together and, and merge them for marketing. And I can see how it can help sell headsets, but it's, I, kind of I've always I've always thought they don't really push the whole how much physical movement you do in VR because I since when I bought my uh, Vive originally I lost two stone in about six months just by playing VR games because I'm a chunky monkey and don't really go to the gym like GT or anything like that and just eat lots. I don't go to the gym anymore, by the way. Yeah, just, thank okay. you for bringing that up, though. It's all right, mate. Oh, that's a as your protein shakes. Boring. That's a sore point at the moment. Oh, and if man. you're if you're not using the powder for the protein shakes, can you not just lift those like their weights? Is that I could do? Work? I could do if I was weird. I um I tend to make protein waffles and protein pancakes. But I have they look delicious actually. I've seen your pictures of those. And I'm kind of like, and, and I kind of need GT to make me breakfast, but that could be taken another way. You can just make it yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, what? these things will taste better if you made them for me. So <laughs> I have. Hans says I'm losing muscle tissue as we speak. I have. I think I genuinely think like the amount of reps I have to do to feel like I've done anything is insane. So it was like, it was funny. Do you remember when we were all playing Rec Room together with Sprint Runner? I jokingly said, So GT's gonna get fat now that he can't go to the gym. <laughs> you hope, no, you hope. <laughs> I did say I hope he does. Yeah, you <laughs> say hope. <laughs> You know, you yeah, the word, I did. Yeah. I did. 
I hope so it would just be amazing. Oh. He's going to end up like the Cartman of VR where he can't oh. go to the gym. <laughs> oh, it's awful, man. Because <laughs> if someone gyms a lot and they know about it, you end up still eating the same. Yeah. You eat like you're still working out, and, and that makes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that that's a, a real thing. It's, well, if you've had. Join like, us, uh... GT. Join us. No. <laughs> no, no. I, it is it's one of those things, you know, if you have gone from being highly active and just burning calories off like nobody's business, and then you have like a medical condition or something like that that holds you back from doing that. This and you still eat that amount. This, this is like where you go to. Wait. Are you telling me if I continue to eat a lot and don't do any exercise, I'm going to get bigger? <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like this idea. I, I know. I like it's it. a very poor idea. It's bad. <laughs> like, oh, ketchup, just stop. Just stop. Nope. 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 I think if I don't look at the scale, I don't gain weight. That's how it works for me. I think the I'm new salsa no, ketchup um, diet where all you eat is salsa and ketchup. <laughs> Don't go to the gym. Jesus. I pretty much only already eat chips and salsa, so yeah, chips and salsa <laughs> is where it's at, man. No, no, no chips, just salsa. Isn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're by the jar, Jesus! I just <laughs> got a jar of salsa and a the tin hot, of the hot salsa. ketchup. It instantly it. turns it into a painful scenario. It's weird. It's weird. But anyway, yeah. Wow. So talking about Ready at Dawn, uh, are we are we all good? I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of people say you should, like PSVR has got the best exclusives. I still think it has currently but it's slowly you know that like oculus are coming back dude they've got some amazing well, they, they had what was it the robot one that they had in some or astrobot no astrobot was playstation the one that oh, oculus sorry. had uh, um was oh the, stormlands yeah, stormlands i'm sorry yeah but stormlands is not great it's not it's not right i mean it was it, fun it, to me it, fun. it seems like again it's, it's not finished i think it's it, it is a bit they worked on it for so long. It's just that they had such big goals that everything had to be kind of hollow a little bit. Is that not, yeah. not to judge too much? Because I, I mean, it was great. I think it was it, good. Yeah, I think the concept it was it could almost have gone down the route of basically the destiny of the VR world. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. wanted and to be. That destiny. would have been really great in so many levels. Well. And not, not to jump everywhere, but there's the one that happened right before that that did not go so well. Um, the shooting one, the spy one. Um, the D, oh, sort of the D. Man, I, my names are all bad. Defector, great. Yeah. Right. See, I, liked, I liked some of Defector, it's, but people hated it. the ending. Of, it's awesome. People, you get a few people hated it. I, again, yeah, I only fun, played dude. this again. I only played Defector literally like three months ago. And, yeah. and uh-huh. finished the whole thing. It's, it's fun set pieces. Um, uh-huh. it's fun set pieces. It had one fun set piece, that but the ending through. was just like just Elsa. What? Like, the, yeah. the ending completely okay. threw me, and I was like, "Which one's I'm, right. I'm sorry, I'm on the hater list for no. that. I don't, I don't, I don't. He's gone dark. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of Defector, so you can put me on the dark list too. I, I think don't he's got one of the best think... shotguns in VR. Yeah, I no, I don't no. They literally go flying it, through. It, it's objects. interesting you're saying, like, oh, exclusives. Well, let's be honest, Half-Life Alex is a Steam exclusive. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. probably one of the best games there is. It probably is one yeah. of the best VR games. Well, it, 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 we, we know it's one of the best sellers for VR. It brought a lot of people into the VR ecosystem, and we could exactly. prove that based off the amount of sales that mm. came after it. So, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that that, and from a business and marketing standpoint, I, I am trying to pay attention to those numbers. My company's trying to pay attention to all that stuff. You know, we, yeah. you want to know how many headsets and how many of each kind and all that kind of stuff before you make anything and, and, and who your audience is and what you're going yeah. for. And I think that the, the, these exclusives are helping with that. I mean, overall, I don't, I mean, I, like most people, I don't like exclusives because, hey, if I don't have a PlayStation, I want to still be able to play Iron Man, but I can't, you know. And uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I everybody, I think we all need to be smart enough to to understand that, that, that to make a business decision, to be a developer mm -hmm. and to make a game, you have to have money. And, and sometimes you cannot have a business decision without having exclusives. And as much as that sucks for certain player bases... It makes sense from a business standpoint, you know, two plus two does equal four. And when you do give somebody an exclusive, you do get people coming into that ecosystem, which thus does give, give them an excuse to then fund your bills. Um, so all those things have to be thought about. And if we love games as much as we say we love games, at the end of the day, we want them to be made and created. So yeah, uh, I don't the other thing all the, all the time, but I understand that they exist. The other thing that exclusives do do, though, is they do create competition. And competition mm -hmm. is good for everyone because that means yeah. people try and push things more and try and create yeah. better things. It's like, oh, they just did that. We're going to try and beat it. So it is in our benefit as well that there is exclusives. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, it doesn't help if you don't own every one of the platforms. So well, I can I'm, I'm still curious, actually, with Half-Life Alex, um, just because of Valve being Valve and Half-Life being what it has been in the past as a, a separate entity, not just particular Alex, but... Half-Life as a game, or Half-Life 2 as well, that it has been on other systems. That Even though Half-Life 2 was locked into Steam, it had to be in Steam, and now you can play it on like a PlayStation that mm. isn't Steam. Will that happen with the PS5 and um, be able to be playable as a PSVR title on PS5? With, I don't know, but we mean, could like, have games. Yeah, like, as far as I know, Iron Man, from what I've read on Upload, was created with PCVR in mind, and then obviously they put it forward, and Sony were like, "We'll have that." No, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, but is it? I don't know if it's a timed exclusive because we're starting to see that as well, aren't we? Trickle both ways. Where it's never been mentioned that it's a timed exclusive. It never really it's, is, though. It's, they don't want the, yeah. they don't want the conversation to be about the time to exclude i know that's what i'm saying they don't really search it out either but i mean yeah. I, I, I say we so my company right now we have the line vr if you guys got to check that out it's on oculus quest only it's an exclusive for oculus quest they helped uh yeah us, i, I you know, they helped us port the, the game Right. Yeah. So, but that game was originally created for PC. You know, we, we made that game on PC and it works on PC. It works and it looks great on PC. Right. But, but we had to put it on quest because that was the best way for us to get an outlet for, you know, getting a release and we still will release it later on PC. It will be on steam, uh, but it's just going to take time. And obviously that development cost is coming from our end as opposed to Oculus helping us, you know, for getting it out there with the hand tracking release. So uh, I'm you know, things like glad that. And, you and, said that. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't know the quest. <laughs> the game was not originally, uh, the game wasn't originally even with hand tracking. You know, we implemented, we started the project a year before, and then a year later, we got to the point where we could actually add the hand tracking to it. So it's just kind of the technology is always changing as the time's changing, right? So yeah, once yeah. it gets to that point, you can actually make it work. What do you guys, you. I, I know you haven't, so you've never tried hand tracking then, Buck? No, I have. I have tried hand tracking on a quest. Cool. Leap, and what do you, what do you think about it? And where do, where do you see it going? Do you know what I mean? Hand tracking. Like, what do you think about it? 
I'm I'm still not convinced yet, um, because it depends on what it is that you want to use it for and what games you want to play. But what it will do, I think, is it will create new game types and experiences that we haven't even thought of yet. That's my main thing about it. Because at the moment, you're not going to play a shooter using hand tracking because it can't see when you're looking at it what you're doing unless it's like this, that sort of thing. But... What it is going to do is, is someone somewhere is going to go, oh, hang on a minute, we could do this. And these are the things that are going to surprise us. And that's what's the most exciting thing about VR and the whole games industry is when people come up with these new things that no one else has thought of, and suddenly it's like, you can use your hands to do this. And that's what I think is going to happen. I, I still like the idea of um, a mix between other physical controls and uh, hand tracking. So you mentioned this before, yeah. Yeah. So there's a pilot game called uh, Tinkerer Pilot, uh, where you can put in 3D models of whatever you like and map them to where you have the objects, the controllers in your actual room. And then you map the hand controlling over the top. So you've got a physical object that you go and hold that is your actual controllers for where you need fine control. But then you can then reach across into the cockpit and go flip this switch, flip that switch, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And FPS, where you have like the pro tubes and things like that, a VR gun, and then you go, I need to reload. There's my hand tracking, da da da, clip, dun, yeah, dun, that. The other thing that concerns me regarding hand tracking is you've got no feedback. That's exactly what Ham just said. Yeah, you've got no oh, is it? feedback. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a very smart yeah, and, man. And um, one thing so, I get up to... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but if so you've, got, if you've got a physical object in the world that actually has presence, like the aim controller representing the gun or, or your, gun, your gun stock thing, then you have something there physically where you touch... Anyway, it's the same trick in yeah, Echo. I'm, I'm not disagreeing use... with that, but for example, I don't have a med pack in my room, and if I reach forward to pick <laughs> up a med pack, it's a not there. What about you could use a loaf of bread though? Ex exactly. Want... This is this is my point. You is you're going to have lots of different stuff. So you're saying, oh, if you're going to buy this game, you've also got to buy all these physical items that you need to dot around your play space. What so are you, you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, this, no, happens, no, no. this happens with <laughs> VR all the time. How many peripherals have you bought since you got into VR anyway? I don't need to have this question. Thank you. Zero. So Zero. <laughs> yeah, Zero I mean, I, I, like, I like hand tracking. I think there's a, a definite level of immersion, extra immersion, but it also kind of breaks sometimes as well, like you're saying. There is yeah. that thing where, because you expect the touch, you expect, but it, it, I, I think it still adds something, you know? See, I, I, I got to say something. The first the first VR app I ever developed was a hand tracking app, Mazer Quest, where you used your hands to, to basically play with puzzles that were in the real world. And you had to use an Xbox controller to actually move in the world. It wasn't the best control. I was no. brand new and silly. But you had to use an Xbox controller because that's all they had at the time. There was no touch controllers. So you would you would walk through the maze of the Xbox controller. You would stop, and then you'd pick your hands up, and you'd play with the puzzle. Once you complete the puzzle, you'd pick up the controller again and keep moving on your way. And that's kind of how you had to go through my app. And, and, and it was fun, and it was new, 
That's cool. But hand tracking at the time, this was 2014, 2015. We had the leap motions back then. So yeah. I feel like this hand tracking thing has almost like it's, it's we've got a new wave. We had VR people that were all hardcore talking about this a couple years ago. Oh, and we were all talking about these same questions. And now like, oh, it's back again. Oh, look at this new thing. Well, no, 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 no. It's actually not as good as it was. Leap yeah. motion was better, better tracking. It was Thank more you. finesse. We had That's better true. control over it. Um, so this, 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 this Oculus Quest hand tracking is not as good as what we had years ago. And we've already gone so, through a lot of these conversations, I feel like. So it's like, yeah, that, that's exactly. And the had the little 3D is, printed like, piece that you could put onto it. Yeah. The thing is, it's not um, like, like fashion. Fashion does the same thing, doesn't it? It sort of goes around. Yeah. You think, oh, I remember around. that. I remember the, well, the weather, you know. And like, it's just, it's weird because in this respect, we're, we're, we're doing something better because it's integrated into the headset, which is better. But the tracking itself is a little worse because it wasn't created specifically for that in the first place. Yeah. It doesn't have the IR tracking. It's using it's retrofitted. It's very good though. Um, but but like if you ever if anybody ever played blocks where you could literally create blocks yeah, and move blocks around that was that was great. a fantastic app. It was it was it was amazing. Probably one of the more immersive and more, one of the more cooler things you could do in VR that still doesn't exist today uh, for people you know to do. So I guess what I really want to say is I think that, that there's two kinds of things you guys are talking about. Salsa is mentioning like having physical objects that, that use hand tracking, which is one world. And then there's the, you know, using just hand tracking by itself, which has the whole purpose of feeling freedom and getting anybody and everybody involved. And mm. in that respect, your hands need to be hands. They don't need to be other things. They don't need to be guns. They don't need to be any of that stuff, which I will tell you, Buck, I did play, I did play Space Pirate Trainer with just my hands doing the, the leap motion. And, and yeah, I was able to, to, not be successful but i played it it worked okay uh, but it doesn't work well uh, so you are right though if it can't see you properly well, it's not i'm just thinking of the visual occlusion of where it is and well, where like, the camera's for, looking it's for me know. the the way that the way that arvory did the line when when you know if you got to play the line on the quest where you're just literally moving your hand to spin some things and press some buttons and do some stuff boom it worked so anytime you're yeah. using your hands as hands I think it works really, really well. And as you said, salsa too, is if you're in a cockpit and you're reaching up and you're hitting levers and things like that, yes, yes. I mean, it doesn't make sense to have a bunch of physical levers there if I can sit there and exactly. do Well, to, to finish it up, to finish my little point, there's no physical, there's no physical feedback, right? No. But I'll tell you, when you develop it properly, if you develop it in the animations and the sounds, that is feedback. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, no. it, it, it works. So if you do good enough animations, if you have good enough sounds, it will work. It, it's not perfect. It's different, but it works. It makes you feel like you're clicking something. So I think I'm yes. still, the only thing I remember proper like hand tracking that I've used that hasn't been the quest with years ago, which is like steel battalion on the connect where you could reach <laughs> up and pull things. And it's, it, no. Oh, I remember the it was so hit that. and miss though. Remember it that? Like it was. It was yeah. it was terrible. Just quickly, someone's asking about uh, FNAF, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted, which is the trailer running, but in the background now, it's coming to Oculus Quest July sixteenth. I haven't seen a price though, uh, as yet. Uh, a lot of hype for this game uh, because so a lot much of people, hype. A lot of people ask why, and the reason is because a lot of big YouTubers made a lot of bloody videos about it back in yeah, the day. And it wasn't necessarily VR either; um, it was both. So uh, that's the reason, mm -hmm. and I'm sure everyone will be checking it out. So um, I actually only played Five Nights at Freddy's once or twice, um, and it's quite intense, to be fair. They stress me out. They stress me out. It's an intense experience. Not doing it. Never will. Yeah, these, ones, <laughs> these ones stress me out. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to it again, man, because it's been such a long time since I've played it. Um, going back to Iron Man again, people are asking. It comes out July 3rd. Uh, it's $40. Han brought up a good point about over here so basically it's 40 pounds on the digital store but you can go and buy it physically i think 
no, on the digital store, is it forty? Thirty four ninety nine. Thirty four ninety nine. But you can get it uh, for twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, like I think on Amazon, though, I think it might be twenty four ninety nine. I'm not sure how much the physical version is. They are also selling a pack that comes with two move controllers. Yeah, so I was wondering if anyone yes. was actually yeah, so I, which is actually a really good deal already, as well. It's already in the stores. Everybody's taking pictures of it. They're like, I can see I'm it. All that. I can see it. <laughs> um, it. Yeah. So uh, what is it? Let's have a look. Ryan Payton, uh, I think his name is, uh, when he spoke to Upload VR, he said he was hesitant to talk about playtime. Uh, which everyone was asking because everyone thinks it's on the rails and stuff, and it's not. Honestly, it's, I've played it. It's all free movement and stuff, but it's a sandbox game. Yeah, if you fly yeah. too far to the left, you're going to hit an invisible wall. It's yeah. not like you can just fly anywhere. You can't go underwater. I tried all that stuff, man. You can't do any of that. You can't but, go into space. Just leave yeah, the atmosphere. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, just you know the wrong suit, you'd freeze up, wouldn't you? Yes. So uh, what he said it's was, uh, based on playtest data, the campaign length varies between eight to ten hours. But they've also seen yes. it last much longer as well. So then again, cool. people always put a monetary value to play time. And I don't do that. It's about how much I enjoy the game yeah. rather yeah, than how that, much. It, I, 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 the only reason people do it is it's something you can physically measure. That's the only reason. But you can physically measure time. You can physically right. measure money. You cannot physically measure measure enjoyment. Yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want developers putting really shitty puzzles in games just so I can get stuck for hours, not yeah. where to go. Don't do that yes. to me. Yeah. No, I get lost Cobalt by myself ops. in a good game. Don't don't try to confuse <laughs> me, please. Kind of yeah. is that it's, exactly? It's the same as you can. Uh, you can spend a lot of money on something, and it has replayability like nobody, you know, nobody's business. So we have a time sink game that has cost a lot. In the long run, it's going to be amazing value for money, but people don't see that first of all. Yeah, I know what you're saying, man. Uh, just in the background now, he's playing Until You Fall, which I fully recommend. I think it's a great game. Uh, some oh, people yeah. don't. Some people... This game seems to be a bit Marmite uh, in the VR community. But um, really? Yeah, some people don't. Yeah, I love Marmite. it. Marmite? Marmite? Really? Marmite? <laughs> that was a good one. Vegemite. Yeah. Vegemite, mate. I've never tried Vegemite. It's uh, the thing that gets oh, me about Vegemite. Marmite is it the same as Marmite? It's yeast, is it? Is it yeast? No, it's different. No, it's, it's different. different. Okay. It's, it's difficult. The, the thing you always hear where people go, oh, I'm like Marmite. People who love me or hate me. Have you ever met one of those people that you actually like? Because as far as I'm concerned, everybody says, oh, I'm like Marmite. Everyone just hates them. Yeah, I so. would. Yeah, I wouldn't want to like someone who says that about themselves. <laughs> Sounds boring. Um, yeah, Until You Fall is hitting PSVR and Quest this fall. So hopefully, yeah. Not too it's long. a great game. It is. It a really is. Game. It's a gorgeous think, looking game. It's beautiful. The yeah. color palette they use throughout the levels is absolutely stunning. And the, the audio in it is amazing. Yeah. The, the, music, the physicality, really, but the feeling of how they gain weight in weapons as well. Oh, yeah. Is really good. It's one of the best in class for making sure that when you swing a weapon, you know that it is a oh, length yeah. and has weight behind it. Nice. And, and also, play of it's not easy. Oh, it's not an easy no. game. And it no, no, wears no. you, it proper wears you out. Oh, yeah. And then when you think you've got to that point, oh, I've beaten that boss, they're going to come in and go, you know that boss that you had so much trouble with? Here's two of them. And you're going to make sure that then feels like your normal enemy from here on out. 
and you <sighs> you have to step up that. to that plate. Asgard drafted that. that a little bit. They did correct. Yeah, they 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 back him off a little bit, so he's not the same as the boss guy, but he has the same moves and mechanics and things Uh like that. We have some questions, guys. We have some questions Uh, from Mister Chip. If you only had the quest, can you buy something like Phantom Ops on the PC and then just play via virtual desktop, or is it better just to buy on the quest? Well, it's it's a link. It's cross buy. It's it's cross buy. So so if you buy it on Rift or Quest, you can. And they have cloud save, but, I love cloud but save. It, oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, that's good. It, but cloud yeah, like they amazing. just said, link. So yeah, if you got yeah. link, I, I, I played it earlier it. on uh, Quest, so I have yet to try it on PC. But I'd be able to put, plug my Oculus Link cable uh, straight into headset, and yep. away I go again. But you wouldn't exactly have how to do I did that if it's no. cross by. Yeah. If it's cross-play, no. you can just download it onto your Quest. Yeah, right, right, no, but he's talking about like if you quest, want to experience the graphics the, are better on the PC. Yeah. No, the but the... That's not the question. Yeah, but like no. uh, basically, yeah. when I did my, my live stream of the whole game, I done the first half on the Quest till till it died, and then I literally slammed on the PC version and carried on on the live stream. It was exactly. I same. understood what you meant, GT. That's cool, they, uh, Mr. Chip. Well, you guys both meant something, and you both meant different things. Yeah, you guys are both you. right. That's, yeah. what, that's the reality of what just happened. Yeah, okay. that's all that matters. That uh, is the reality that... of exactly what has happened. <laughs> well done. I was here. I saw. I saw, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw. I think that was the Mr. Chip question. He actually put question, which is pretty cool. Uh, is Resident Evil coming to PCVR? Is there a mod a la Alien Isolation? There is... no, I, no. Not that I've heard of. Not that I've heard of. So, is... I would uh, not hold your breath. Totally Mad Studios, uh, the guys behind Project Cars 3, announced the release date of August 28th for Xbox One, PS4, PC, and support for PC VR. So, yeah, yeah the hits keep coming. I'm, uh, that's another one. I'm really excited for that one. I can't wait for that. Is it, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Spit it, spit that it. That was out. eloquent. Say something. Don't say, <laughs> don't say a lot, but nothing. That was is, very eloquent. It's just this arcade notion of it. It could be really great and uh, it could be really good fun. But at the same time, I'm sort of like uh, a little bit more invested on the sim side than I am towards the arcade side. And it might be more arcadey than I might enjoy. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally can't wait for that. And another it, one that's not, you not know, far away. It looks um, more like Need for Speed uh, style driving going on and being pushed here more than uh, Project Cars style. So it's, it's you know, even GT Sport is Simcade style and this looks way more arcadey. See, I'd say Project Cars is Simcade. I don't yeah. think Project Cars yeah, Project is a real Project Cars thing. is Simcade, although it, when... That's why I don't think it's Need for Speed. Need for Speed has always been just quite arcade fun. Need, Need for Speed is one step away from Burnout. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple <laughs> and, of mods. And, Change and the bumpers. Is, yeah, Need for Speed and the new Project Cars looks like it actually sits between Need for Speed and Burnout. <laughs> And oh, places. 
Cornerstone says, what do you think about the amount of PSVR games that are move only recently? The new Star Wars game is a game I will actually be able to buy and play for PSVR. He's not paying £100 for new moves. Well, they're not £100. I think they're about £80. I'm not saying there's any better. Go um, and buy the Iron Man pack that comes with two moves. It's like 80 quid. You get the game and two move controllers. And they're the new ones. You want to do as well is check out old PS3 bundles. And I'm sure a lot of people we just have them sitting in there secondhand and not know what they are. Um, I found that a lot of times. I was sort yeah. of searching for I'm sorry, why does somebody think that Star Wars um, would be move controllers? I don't know. I don't think they said that. I think I he's on about, I think he's on about uh, Vader Immortal. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Squadrons. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah, not on about Squadrons. Ah, uh, um, Vader Immortal, okay. He should use DualShock. Uh, we've had a couple of games. I think Saints of Sin is one mm. of them where it is only supported with the moves, um, which I found quite yeah. strange because I, I seem to remember that there was a couple of things if he was going to be on the PSVR platform that the game had to work on PS4 OG and it had to support DualShock. Yeah, that was originally. Said, originally, that was... The, and all of a sudden, it's like people have gone, oh, forget about that. Don't worry about that. But yeah. that's what I seem to remember. But that's yeah, the see, point it, it of depends VR. On, it depends on... Yeah. Well, PlayStation themselves is the most difficult company to develop for by far. Yeah. From a development company standpoint, they are the most difficult to go through the Q&A and they have the most rules. So, yeah, I think that they, they change their rules quite often. And then uh, once they change those rules, then, of course, they have to get out new development kits to all the people. And uh, it's just uh, it's a pain in the butt. So I think that, that that's changed over time. And their hardware for PS5 hasn't gone out there to anybody yet. So nobody has that at this moment. I, mean, I can say that much. But the thing is, in VR, you want to be using motion controls. You want to be doing that. I mean, you know, you can play Firewall with a DualShock 4. Who does that? I never know one person, but yeah. I mean, it would make you, I mean, the, the, the less immersive you get with it, the, the, you know, the more disconnected you get with controllers, the more sick you get potentially yes. and all that. So it's, well, I yeah, never it's... really found it an issue with like Resident Evil 7 uh, because you've got the head aiming and stuff. I, I kind of just forgot about the DualShock while I was in there. And then like, if you do something like uh, PlayStation VR Worlds, the DualShock becomes pretty cool because you can see it in VR. So you're like, oh, wow. And then like Astrobot, for example, it turned into an instrument. It turned yeah, into Astrobot, game. Astrobot did it perfectly in that respect. Yeah, that was really smart. They turned something that maybe some people saw as a negative into a positive, which was pretty cool. Uh, the game you're looking at now being uh, advertised by Naysay, which is a uh, really cool YouTuber who does a lot of Beat Saber stuff. Oh, Naysay. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Na- yeah, that's right. No, Nacy. She's yeah. lovely. She is lovely. Uh, is Shooty Skies Overdrive? Checked it out last week uh, on the Oculus Quest. It'll be available on the Oculus Store for the Quest and Rift on July second for ten dollars. I really enjoyed myself playing this one. Um, I thought it was good fun. Another quite physical game though. Uh, this is a mixed reality one as well, isn't it? It is. It's cool. The yeah. price kind of concerns me a little bit at ten bucks. Um, I know some of the, some of these games mm. like the thirties, the forties, the tens. I mean, uh, I finished it. it. I finished it on it, stream. It was like an hour and a half. It's like five yeah. levels of varying difficulty, though. So did I you enjoy it, it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Right, so it's worth ten bucks then. I had a great so time. It's like it's like a bullet hell type game. I mean, like we had. Did you guys ever see the yeah, Yuki exactly. game that we were working on? Uh, no. Type game like. Okay, well, we, we've got a bullet hell game actually we're working on. It's our, it's our next release is a bullet hell style game. <laughs> so it's, it's always interesting to me. But uh, this is a, exclusive. I need that ours, sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've shown some things out there. The thing is, anybody yeah. who's seen our previous Yuki videos, the, the new version is completely different. They're actually creating characters and everything. So it's, it's, it's getting a huge 
good makeover. Uh, but no, it's, it's, I, I like this kind of stuff. So if you like that, it's certainly cool to hear that. Uh, do you think that there's not an, or do you think there's a, a big space for stuff like this in the community? Because I mean, I don't see a lot of games quite like this. And the one thing I don't like about this is I, I don't know, I, I'm a little bit over saturated with the blocky art. Have you, um, like, um, I've Blast of the hard. Universe? Have you played Blast I mean, of the Universe? I've oh, played yeah. that one. That's good. It's been mentioned mm. in the chat as well, man, by it, by Mike Kelly. That is, that was like this game before it came out. Do you know mm. what I mean? And it had a really cool, like, it always had a bit of a narrative, didn't it? Where it was like an arcade guy had gone yep. crazy into the world. Um, and he become like the boss of the game, didn't he? He'd just become like the ultimate power in it. And um, that was really cool. I think there's a difference between the common wave shooter and these games. Yeah. There's a, a different level of immersion when playing this particular game and a game like Lost Universe is the fact you're, it's almost like a hole in the wall. Again, you're dodging things, you're moving around, you know what I mean? And then you had the power-ups where you got either risk-for-reward, a bit like what Buck said earlier, where you can choose either a shield or an extra gun. Um, mm. You know, it was, uh, it was pretty cool in that way. The, for me, it's like for a lot of these games, this is purely selfish on my part, is I just want live integration on all of these sorts of things yeah, because... Man. I, as you said, I do a lot of mixed reality videos rather than just straight through the headset. And the reason I do it is, one, I'm lucky enough I've got enough space behind me to do it. And two, I think mixed reality gives the viewer a much better representation and feel of what it's like to be in that world than just seeing 100%. it in a headset. Um, so, I mean, that one in particular does have live support. Um, if anyone watching who doesn't know, Live is the software that we use that incorporates the mixed reality side of things. So it basically puts a virtual camera in the game world and then films you and you can appear to be in that game world. It's one of the best um, ways to show virtual reality. It's why it's, I do yeah. it. And it, really and it uses a, a, you know, an OVR, OpenVR source that was, uh, was actually created I mean, like a, a while ago by, by somebody else, which was awesome. But yeah, it's I mean, one, community stuff. Yeah, one of the most impressive ones recently was the Eye of the Temple that I did the other week. I think you were there, weren't you, GT, watching yeah, that one? really good, man, yeah. So, That's really yeah, good. That, the way that worked in mixed reality, I was I was really pleased with how that video came out. And it just, and that one actually was one of the yeah. first games for a long while that makes you use your entire play space. So I am physically walking around the whole play space to play this. And it, you can see it on camera, and it looks really good. See, I can't use, I can't, I don't think yeah. I'd be able to. Able to do that game. You need for that particular game. You need a minimum of two meters by two meters. I've got yeah. that, but it's also having somewhere to have the camera far enough. Away. And that's the thing, because on my video, you look, there are sections where I am getting cut off because the field of view on the camera has had to be cropped in because yeah. of where my of green, green screen and everything. Yeah. And I, I made that statement as I started streaming, going just so you know, guys, my, my camera isn't going to hang this, um, but. I'm, when I'm you're in frame, it looked amazing, though. It just looked Thank like you. Because you, you're, you're standing there, and you step off onto these round blocks as they're going, and you see you stepping backwards across the thing with the thing and I'm physically moving. And, yeah. But it, it, it just framed it so well, and it made it look like a, an actual physical thing, which is really The other thing with that particular game, I genuinely lost my balance playing it. And I think people who are watching it, and I was literally like, whoa, arms out all of a sudden. And it's like, I'm just standing on the floor in my lounge, but I'm so immersed in this. Yeah, it really yeah. reminded me of like, you know, those game shows, like Nightmare. Crystal Maze or Nightmare or something. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant to watch that. 
It was so you, brilliant to watch that. I was thinking about this because it's like, why has Nightmare not come back and used this wireless virtual reality tech to do this? So you yeah, could Nightmare have where you actually have someone the who stuff. is no longer blind because obviously yeah. in Nightmare, the player was blind because they didn't have the virtual reality tech back then. But you could do that now. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you are right. Um, so Chris Richardson said, What channel is the speaker on? I'm assuming he's on about you, Buck, because you were chatting at the time. I've never seen these videos, and there are no name tags on your screen. You're absolutely right. I used to add name tags, and I don't. So, um, what I can do from this day forth, uh, on the podcast, I will add name tags. It makes complete sense. You're absolutely right. The only thing I can do is add, You've gone again. I've got a name tag. There we go. He's back. Um, I will add these guys' YouTube channels to the video description at the end of it and pin them in the top comment on the video. Yeah, me and Saul's got name tags, just not Buck. Just not. Well, no, you know, it's there. I can see it. It's just really small. Just it really does. It's in Buck 313. 3131. But what, yeah, like, he does a lot of mixed reality and um, I think it's really we, cool. And we can all do some blatant self promotion at the end of the podcast. It's fine. What about the. T- oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, wait, I'm wait, waiting for that part. Come on, man. Tower tag is amazing. That's another great mixed reality. Tower tag is, is that's, that's, that's the one game I, I yeah, have to I, play in. I that's really good as well. This. I still need to jump it's in. It's good. I will want to move house. I can't. I will want to move house because I'll have the space to do it. So <laughs> sorry. A few weeks um, away. Right, Caleb. What did you say? You went tower tag. Sorry. Oh, uh, so tower tag That's is the crazy. one thing I, I guess I saw when when I was in Japan. It's the one game that was kind of their big flagship. Every Sega store has mm. that was their main multiplayer thing. Like we had Beat Saber in America. Well, theirs mm. was tower tag. So wow. that was any if you were outside, like the big the big screens out there would be showing products, 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 and all of a sudden you'd be seeing people playing tower tag, and then all of a yeah. sudden you go back to the products. So that the whole country, it's a game that I think I would assume came from that area uh, as far as development. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's where it was. That's where I saw it. You know, a, a while over a year ago. It's and, a big uh, esports in the huge. over there. It was huge there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I played it for the first time, and yeah, sitting behind it was it was fun. It reminded me of Space Pirate Trainer, but you know with obviously the tower tag game but similar mechanics and gun and stuff uh yeah that, that's all i can really say and we waited in line to, to play that you know and, and it's just one of those I love it was that over, um, was that the one over in um shinjuku or so, so every every sega vr store which they've got like hundreds of them everyone i went into had it okay no, I, I didn't see in, i didn't see in that one because they had the star vr headsets in one place. Oh, the Star VR is like they, they, where you sit down and you like do like the scary thing, and they had the Star VR headsets for like the scary. Uh, they had they had a a little doll that would come to life and like kill you, and you wore Star VR for that. I did I did do that. Okay, I'm seriously they, they considering had... uh, like building myself. I said I'm seriously considering building myself an actual tower, just that I can put up. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and I'm playing it. <laughs> so actually, dodge behind the thing that and hold would be it. Kind yep, of cool. that's right. Would you need extra? Would you need? extra lighthouses to be able to no. track you? No, because i got lighthouses in each corner, so i got one up there and one over there. If as long as I paint the tower green, it'll be fine. I just fear, I just fear <laughs> you'd be you. like an inch off in reality and you would just slam your head. The other thing to bear in mind is I, this is my lounge that we're in, right? So my TV is over there, which means I'm going to smash uh, my tower into yeah, my yeah. television. <laughs> No, nice, dude, nice. Uh, the video I'm playing in the background now is called Virtual Sonic. Um, this oh. guy, yeah, have you seen this dude? It looks they've been making they've been doing Sonic games kind of since the beginning, but this is the best looking realistic yeah, Sonic is, version. I, I've I seen wanted so far. to see 
see what they come up with this as well. So Is this saying using the your hands legitimately, right? Move your hands to run thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was one like that from Nim Sony. Um, but this guy looks like he's uh, up the level again, kind of thing. This is a virtual experience where you become the iconic hedgehog, traversing original zones, defeating enemies, collecting rings, and of course, using the train to your advantage to achieve high speeds. The project's goal is to push, ba push boundaries of what sorts of experiences are capable in virtual reality, showcasing the potential of the medium as it pertains to high-speed action games. In his research, I, he has discovered that it's not necessarily motion itself that gives players motion sickness, but lack of expectation of how that motion is going to behave. For example, a roller coaster VR experience is completely out of the player's control. They have no say in what they do and what things are going to happen to them. Similarly, if a VR motion system moves a player in a way they don't expect, it can cause disorientation. As such, so long as the player feels in control of themselves at all times, motion sickness should cease to be a hindrance to the player. Uh, this is going to be compatible with SteamVR headsets, HTC Vive, Vive Cosmos, Vive Index, Valve Index, Oculus Rift, Oculus Rift S, Oculus Quest, but only through the Link, Windows Mixed Reality, and Pico Neo 2. I am hyped to try this, even if it's just a one-level demo, because if you see... If you're a fan of Sonic, you can see the stuff he's doing. You know what I mean? It looks like it's... it looks like he's got the connection between the body and the mo mo motion, right? Yeah, it just looks so awesome. Like Sonic Vector. Yeah, the... like, it's like an oversized glove, so he's like you're like this giant. Like, it's Look at the funny. nose. I love his, yeah. his no you can see his nose <laughs> and stuff. Well, that's an old trick. Right that now, is an old trick actually with VR. It's like uh where you had uh What's the Ubisoft one? The flying, um... yeah, the bird, the the bird one, yeah, I don't eagle, know. Flight. eagle flight, eagle flight, yeah. yeah, where you actually have the eagle's nose, the beak there. Yeah, it gives so, you a center point of reference and stop people getting motion sick. And also, well, it also bothers me too. <laughs> Crosses my eyes sometimes. If you can turn it off, good. If you can't, yeah. shame. Look at that. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it. I like it and I hate it. You know, like when you're even putting the, 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 yeah. the cigarette in your mouth, the, what is it, the, the cigar in your mouth when you're playing like the. the mm -hmm. I can't remember that blood one. Blood and uh, Truth. Yeah, Blood and Truth. Um, or the PlayStation VR Worlds in the first demo. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one in the OPM as well. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be either of those. You to die. I'm talking about Expect You to Die. That game you Oh, yes. Yeah, that that's one. such yeah, a good game. Great game. Oh, Great I speak to you. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I forgot about that. Oh, so somebody game. the other day put on like, oh, this game has the best intro sequence and the best out. It's like, I yes. saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, when, when I used to test that game back before it came out with the fishbowl people, and when I first was testing it, they had this crazy intro, and I was like, oh. And then yeah. when the game came out, they actually didn't have the same like one. And then later they put it back. It was kind of weird. Maybe I'm wrong with that, but I remember like they took it away for a while and it came back. But yes, it was. It's like a, we're watching a movie, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was like it, that, that's that by itself was an experience. Experience yeah. by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. When I when I, I streamed, I um I expected to die on the PlayStation when I first got it, and I did not stream the opening because I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. <laughs> well, good for you. I was like, I don't want people to see this. I want them to experience it. It was like, yeah. Nah. Well, yeah, it's, I just, it's like, the same as well when you do the Batman thing. When you first Arc get uh, instead of just putting that on or whatever. Batman oh, when you suit up. Suit up. Yeah. When yeah. you suit up. Yeah, and the older it, Batman one, right? Yeah. yeah. When you yeah. put that on and, and you first see yourself as well. 
Kerbar yeah. asks, what is the best physics in virtu- in in for interactivity? Uh, I'm going to go Half Life, Alex, and Boneworks. Uh, well, yeah, Mighty mm. Quinn as well. Congratulations on the on the Hotus, dude. I did see your comments. Sorry, uh, and Saints to Sinners. I think all three of them games do it better, as far as I know, than anything else. So, again, it's a it's a very subjective question. Is what it do is. you want from the physics? Mm-hmm. Is it, do you mm-hmm. want it to feel realistic, or do you want it to feel natural? Because sometimes natural is not realistic in VR. Yeah. Which sounds like a very strange thing to say, but it's like this may feel like a natural yeah. movement, but in the real world, that won't work. It's, so it's that's why we get come across to this cross thing between uh, what you've got going on in Half Life, Alex, some of Bonework, some of Satan's and Sinners, and possibly some of Until You Fall. I was going to say yeah. Until You Fall is a bloody good one because mm. it very smartly added weight. To weapons yeah, and that yeah. then become part of the game dynamic because you then need to take a small blade to, for all mm-hmm. the blocking and a big blade to deal the damage which is really right. cool and i've seen people stream it and i'm sure buck has they've got two great axes or a sword and they're like <laughs> i can't stop this because their yeah. physical arm might be there but their virtual mm-hmm. arm hasn't quite got there yet and they're gonna get yeah. Sm- so yeah it's funny you say that i mean when it comes to like actually changing the weight, I mean, realistically, when you're talking about mechanics, we're talking about kind of small, subtly different things. Boneworks and Half-Life are very similar and then mm. they, they use very similar mechanics to each other and, and how they interact with everything and how it feels. Uh, but really when you're talking about like the sword going slower or, or any of that kind of stuff, it's like when you're using a smooth camera, you know, when you have smooth camera output, you've got the stabilizer. Really what they're doing is they're adding a, sm- it's not a smooth camera, Slowly. but they're adding a smooth script. Yeah, it's a smooth script to those objects. Even in the like, mm. Creed, Creed did that to your hands. Remember when you were actually moving your hands, all of a sudden your hands start slowing down and you see the ghost yeah, hands. Yeah. Uh, and that mechanic right there, I think that that is, like you guys both talked about, it, We, you know, you've got the realistic and you've got the what feels right, you know, and they're, they're kind of two different things. Yeah. And that's all that it is. It's the mathematics of, of do yeah. I change the slowdown from, uh, you know, on, literally in the program, do I put 20 or 30 or 40 or, you know, do, do I increase the sensitivity and add 4,000 or 5,000? Like how sensitive do I make yeah. the, the give and the take of the pull of that? And, and I think that, that really honing that in, there is no perfect. I don't, I don't think that there is a perfect. I don't think there should be a perfect and I don't want yeah. there to be one. Like we all said, every game deserves its own. A realistic game, you're going to want it to be more, be more realistic. But for, to make really cool stuff happen, you got to play with those values and see what happens. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange thing as well, though. At the same time, you've got that part of the speed, and then what uh, The Walking Dead does is where you have the physicality of something where you've already made the contact, and even then pushing forwards to make force extra when you haven't managed to put whatever knife through a skull. Uh, first of all, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. strange how it works out. Mm-hmm. Saints and Sinners for me is actually not the best out of the three I mentioned. Uh, because, and this is another thing as well, going back to the gym bit, I guess. Um, using a sledgehammer in Saints and Sinners, not using a sledgehammer in real life isn't that hard. Like using a, sled, a 15 pound sledgehammer, which I used every day for like weeks, when I pick one up in Saints and Sinners, suddenly it's like. Christ, I can't actually smack anyone in the head with this. When that isn't true, I could do very easily. And it's like, oh. Your character. Your character is not as strong as you, buddy. I'm sorry. But yeah, I find it straight. But well, no, that but you do have to realise that Gamertag probably picks up sledgehammers with his little finger. You know, that's the sort of thing. And just, wow. I'm just saying, if, like when you said, when what triggered that was when you said about you have to, like, 
find out how to get it right for your game. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think until you fall actually does get it right. Probably the one of the best. Um, mm. Half Life Alex and Boneworks. I've never had that that bit where I've gone. This isn't this isn't feel right at all. Saints and Sinners. I actually avoid <laughs> double handed weapons all the time. Half Life. Yeah. If you try to pick up a a, a big um, a big light. You know, you pick up like a big light in the room and you're like, I can't one hand this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I so. Sorry, I meant, uh, I meant Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead, I don't use two handed weapons because I don't like yeah. them. They like, I'll literally pick it up and go, it'll just fill all over the place. And I'm like, it's a baseball I mean, bat with nails in it. You, the other mm. thing in Saints and Sinners is your character, as far as I can tell, is an 84 year old asthmatic because the, <laughs> the, the, the stamina bar. <laughs> the stamina bar is so small and uses so quickly um, when you use stuff in that game. So, But that may be part of the story, because if you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, you're probably not eating right, you're probably not drinking well, you're probably not as healthy as you should be. So maybe it's part of the story. It might be. Moving on, I do apologise. Uh, the video playing currently in the middle is by Garage Collective, uh, the studio behind Theta Legion, which I believe is now officially coming to the Quest later on. It's like a um, 16-bit blocky... Uh, what's the word? Dungeon Crawler Rogue-esque. Yeah, thing. but what's the graphics like? What would you say the graphics are like? It's... Uh, well, it's like... Which, uh, what do you call it? The Minecraft. It's kind yeah. of Minecrafty. Minecrafty. Voxels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for Minecraft. Um, so yeah, uh, and this is a new game. Um, it is called Harleth. Harlath. Uh, it's a mystical open world RPG called Stones of Harlath. 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 I'm going with Harlath. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. I'll tell you, I think it looks pretty cool because it looks like, as you said, you've got the Minecraft graphics, and you've also got that thing from which makes Wizards really cool. Is it he's actually doing the spells at the same time? And I like that in VR. I think it's pretty cool. It's better than just going, yeah, I'll press that button and fire comes out. I think it's better to actually do something for that for that magic to work. So it's yeah. good when it works. Okay. There's cool. a game called Spellpunk. I don't, Which, do you know what that when that was on uh, like the Steam like uh, trending list, and I was like, "What no. is this game?" It was yeah, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should look at this game." And then I thought, "No, I thought against it." So I I got given a surprise. Um, by oh. Zimtok5 um, yeah. to come and play this new fun game with me, which he'd never tried either. <laughs> and that was, uh, yeah. And it, was, and it was Spellpunk. And literally after like 15 minutes, it was like, I'm out. <laughs> this sort of thing. It's like, it no, I'm bad. done. It was, it was not great. Right. It was not great. It is in early access. They are still trying to build on stuff. We gave them some feedback. See what happens. That's what it's, do you know what? That is the best thing you can do. Is yeah. in, mm. When you get a key or get something, it's early access. Don't just slam it. It literally no. go. That's why. That's why you're in early access. You're very fortunate to be looking at it now. Take what's good about it. Bring it in. Have a look at it. You know, I mean, give and also give some ideas back. I think that's one of the best bits about. I, you know, I did a lot of that with Eye of the Temple, and come back with a lot of awesome. stuff to say what you know. If if in my dream world, these are the things I would like to see in it. Um, so yeah, it, giving feedback on development is is really a sort of very double edged sword. Because you you need to be able to tell people this is not good and this is why, but in a way that isn't you know because this is like someone's baby, especially if it's an indie developer, they're like this is their baby that they've been working on for years, and then you've gone this is a big pile of crap. That's not really the way to do it. 
I kind yeah, I of did that a little bit with, <laughs> with uh, the persistence when it comes to PC VR because obviously it was on PlayStation. Uh, I think it was just DualShock. Um, and I was like, when I heard it's coming to PC, I was like, dude, this is going to be brilliant because you're going to have touch controllers. Your arms aren't going to be stuck to your head like two ant claws. You're going to be able to actually physically move your arms. Not at all, man. I put it on in PC VR and I was like, you need an Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah. What have you guys done for two years? Like, it's been two years since released this game, and it there was no graphical options. It was identical to the PlayStation. I actually was thinking, have I got a PSVR on? Like, it looked the same. It was actually just, quite clever. Just it, was like a, it, huh? just it was like a PSVR emulator. Honestly, I was like, this is crazy. And I messaged him, and I was like, sorry, man, I'm really gutted. I was personally, as a fan of the game, and I love the game. I feel no need to play it on PC because it was exactly the same. And I didn't, you know what I mean? Like there's no need for me to put it on the channel because I'm like, there's nothing new to gain out of this. It's an amazing PSVR experience. And that's where it's going to stay for me. It's going to stay there as that. But I suppose you can say at the same point, if someone does not have a PC, uh, PSVR and they do have a PC, at least now they have the opportunity to try it. And it'll be exactly the same as what they had on the PC, on the PSVR. It is true. But I just, I couldn't put it on my channel. I was too broken. I was like, no, what have you done for two years? Have we lost? Yeah, it's unfortunate. It is. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. It was unfortunate. Man. Yeah, it was. I was, I, I, just, I, I didn't say it angrily. I said it like, like a disappointed thing. Right? That's even worse. That's like when your mum says, oh, I'm disappointed in you. I bet you thought, who the hell is this guy? Who the hell is this guy? Like, he's a nothing. He's a no one. Don't worry. A delete. That's the end of that. I think it's good to have the feedback. I mean, developers always want to have positive feedback. I think the most important thing you guys said, though, is, is constructive feedback. Uh, when you know, when you when you even if you're going to yeah. take the time to review an app in the store, at the very least, try to give it some constructive feedback. Um, now that I'm exactly. even answering the reviews to people, the one thing it's always like some people are like I hate it. It sucks. I don't like it. Stay away. It's like, um, could could you let us know yeah. what you think would be better? Because like a lot of other people liked it, and if you don't like it, that's fine. But there was a reason that you bought it because you watched the stuff, you looked at the pictures, you read the thing, you bought it. So what made you think you were going to like it that now you don't like? Because I want to know. I actually legitimately yeah. want to know. Yeah, you know? Putting a thumbs and, down and a, uh, a poop emoji doesn't help. <laughs> well, so I always say, here's the email, here's the Discord. Please contact us. We want to know your information. And then at that point, it's really up to you as somebody. If, if you actually care, then you're going to do that. You know, and the developers are already caring. So it's it's as a community member, as somebody who actually wants good stuff too. You know, I, I, and I don't I don't think anybody that's involved in this even podcast or anybody that's watching would would do that. But yeah, we have we have enough people out there that are just you know it's it's weird. They take enough time to do the reviews, but they don't take enough time to actually care. <laughs> to be constructive in, in any type of a way, um, which is just, which is just poison for the world. We all know that, you know, so whether it be our favorite food place or, you know, a gaming studio, it's just not good. So, and the and state the reviews the matter. World, They're very important. Very important. I'd say the, the state Sorry, of the they, world we have at the minute, we need a bit more positivity in everything. And constructive feedback is positive. We do. Even if it's Actually, negative, Sarah, I don't care. Jaron, this is for you. You asked if there's any horror games on PS4. Uh, the Persistence is an amazing game, by the way, if you're thinking about getting it. I love it on PS4. But uh, yeah, this is called Do Not Open coming next year. I thought I'd play it in the background. Uh, two last bits of news. Uh, Facebook is stopped selling the Oculus Go. Um, the entry-level standalone headset has mm -hmm. gone into retirement after two years on the shelves, which makes me wonder how long it's going to take to get a Quest, a new Quest. 
Uh, one of Facebook's technical guides in VR, John Carmack, said, it was not the VR headset that most of Oculus wanted to build, and it faced internal headwinds the entire time. So I never actually, I think I used to go once uh, to look at an, a, a video or something, and that was it. That was like literally, so three DOF uh, virtuality for me hasn't really existed. I've not tried it. So but I can see why they're moving on from it. Yeah, I, yeah. I personally used to use it all the time when I traveled for watching movies. That was yeah, purely great, kind of the only thing I used it for. Watching. But yeah, I, I watched it. I watched a bunch of movies in it. I watched most of the Marvel movies in that headset. So the lens one of the things that's so good, the Go had lenses were really good. The audio solution on it was really good mm. um, for what it was. But there's one thing you can do with the Go that we've been testing out for a while now that is not expected so you can use the go with virtual desktop to do like driving games or flight simulators yeah because technically you don't need six off playing those you only need three so if you want a really cheap way of getting a vr headset to do racing sims that's your way to do it yeah. There you go. And I watched him do that. I think he'd done a, a racing mm -hmm. video. It was actually, yeah, it was it was me and him. We were chatting one night in Discord about could we do this sort of thing? And then he yeah. got it all up and running at his place. And then I tested it because I I own a go. I tested it with mine and it's really good. And one of the guys who joins us on our racing nights that we do, I've lent him my go because he doesn't have a headset. Nice. Nice. If anyone's wondering why this cursor keeps moving around, yeah, on everyone's face, it's because I can't get rid of it. I can't actually use Zoom and get rid of the cursor. No. So thank uh, you. Uh, JD Max also brought up the other thing that the lenses in the Rift S as well, and he's quite right, are the same as the lenses that are in the Go. Yeah. Nice. Excellent stuff. And last bit of news, Oculus Quest early distribution channel, uh, which means no more side loading. Uh, and yeah. basically to get something on the store, you don't need to pass the Oculus curation process as well. It's coming in 2021. Now, literally when I first read this, I thought to myself, man, this is like a stab for SideQuest. But now I'm sort of reading that SideQuest are going, oh, we love this. I don't know why, but because um, the oh, end of the day, they worked together, I thought. Didn't they work together? I thought they were working with Oculus with that. As yeah, far as I, I know, I thought, I, thought that was a, I thought that was cooperation. I, I, I could be wrong. I thought that was cooperation. No, I heard the same thing you did. Tell me, dude. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, SideQuest is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Use it loads. Um, but the, the barrier of SideQuest is the fact you can't do it on the Quest. You need a PC. You need a laptop. Mm. Um, that's the problem. Purposefully and, done. Purposefully done, though. They, they, that's the, to avoid, uh, you know, copy or you know, to avoid. That's, that's to avoid to that. lawyers knocking on their yeah. door. That's all. <laughs> so where did, so where does this go now? Basically, Oculus have now gone right. We're going to have a channel for all the indie developers to go. Well, so SideQuest, it seems like if, if you didn't see that, it seems like some of their focus is moving on to the testing uh, of Oculus Quest type apps. They've opened up that now uh, SideQuest testing feature where people can sign up and, and, and use their Quest to help test. Um, it's something that a few companies are, are big on. There's a company called VR Oxygen that's also working on that too out of California. Uh, it used to be Fishbowl back in the day with Jeff and, and, and a lot of people that used to be involved in that. We had several hundred testers back in the day with that. And that kind of disappeared, unfortunately, because the business model didn't quite everything's growing, right? But we're at the point now to where it's kind of getting back there. So I, I think SideQuest is going to focus more on that and, and maybe work with Oculus on, on getting apps in there. But I mean, as we all know, at, at the end of the day, the company that owns the headset and, and has the rights to the headset software, they're going to be the ones that are going to be able to do it best um, without a doubt. So 
they have to have some control in that. And I'm glad I'm glad to see that they're helping allow apps in there. Uh, it's unfortunate though, because their curation process is so difficult. Are those devs that are putting their apps in on the side still going to make money that the apps, you know, as official apps? And no, the answer is no, obviously. So that's difficult to see how it's going to work. I mean, side and, quest. Sorry, SideQuest is originally de designed just for a development side because you have to sign up as a developer to use SideQuest, don't you? So yep, yep. that's gonna maybe it's that's one of the reasons that they've put it in Oculus now, or they've Oculus doing this so that they can take that side away from it and then solely use it for the testing, like it was originally designed for, because you sign in as a developer. I think it, I was on a um, game in it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I thought the newer one is not that you you wouldn't have to sign up as a developer to use it. It is to allow uh, normal users to not have to sign up to be a developer, but still be able to test out games that have not yet made it to the store. I don't know. I can't. I didn't. I, I, didn't get... I mean, it's also. I think that 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 is it. It, I think that's kind of right, but I, I think that when you say not yet made it to the store, that almost makes it seem like all the apps that are there have a, you know, have a uh, potential to make it to the, the store. Potential. Yeah, right, they may right. have the and, potential. But here's my thing with that. When you put an app up and you put it in a store, not as an official app, it means it already didn't get selected through their selection process um, or for, through your pitch because you have to put yes. a pitch forward. And and what, what I'm what I'm fearing is that, that devs will then get put into that secondary store and never get pushed back to the main store. I mean, sure, maybe if they hit a certain amount of yeah, sales, they somehow got, get pushed back over. I mean, I mean, how are they going to then they've differentiate got on the platform, that, that, they? They've got on the yeah. platform and Oculus gone, there you go. There's your game. Yeah, here, here you go. There's your area. You know, that's where you get to sit. Thank you. Cool, you know. There's running. the tradesman's entrance, isn't it? <laughs> sort of yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of this as far as just hearing it, but I haven't seen it. We don't know exactly what it's going to no, be like. So exactly. I'm interested in that. Yeah, it's it the Oculus basement. That's, that's how. What it is. That's how I've kind of read. I've read it as the Oculus basement. We, we don't that see you as straight up as the store, and that. we know you're going to use SideQuest anyway. Uh, so we we're making it easier for you that way. I mean, the other thing is like, uh, I think as I was going to say, Naps and Grease Gaming on his show last night. He was saying about if it goes that way, yeah. Like, think of to the top, yeah. Uh, which was the same as Pix for 1989, didn't come to the quest stupidly. Um, so like, that... to the top, it's multiplayer. I've got, the day, as I said this story before, if anyone doesn't know it, I've got to the top, I was speaking to the developers, I've got the actual quest version of to the top, not the side quest version, with multiplayer, and we was going to make a video to announce it coming to quest, which is a big thing for my channel, to be fair. That was like, massive, do you know what I mean? Um, and I think, 18 hours before we was going to do the video. He messaged me and said, Oculus said, no, he was believed. He believed it was a yes. They, there is a quest. Mm. I believe that's the same as picture of 989. There is a quest version sitting there ready. Uh, from what Anna been, 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 been there, been, yeah. been, been there, been there ready for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's something we did like a year ago, I feel like, but, but I can say we will have some news on that soon. We have a very special opportunity because of some things, but, it's still weird and it's still different, but I can say we have a very special opportunity that's only going to happen probably through our in, in this way with us. So you guys will can talk about that later. But. That is why I need the exclusive noise. Someone said I need yeah. the Empire Siren. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't spoil too much, you know. So, but, but we, we do have news coming on that soon. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. 
the other thing I was trying to get to was if the game is on Oculus, right? On in in Oculus basement, as we're going to call it, right? Will multiplayer work? Because you can't get the multiplayer on side quest. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, so if everyone obviously is downloading that game from the Oculus Store, could they then implement the multiplayer through that way? Sorry, you can't. But I yeah, thought there were games on no, side quest that did have multiplayer. Yeah, but to the to, to to the top, as far as I know, didn't have it or something. I don't know. So the problem that I'm seeing here is that Oculus has its own version of you know it's got your own SDK where you can implement the the, the network, mm-hmm. the, the leaderboards, and all that. Uh, you know, with the avatars going into friends list, all that stuff. Yeah. It's all in one yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you've got a separate package where you can create your own servers through Unity and create your own online. Oh, board, uh, right? Maybe okay. The problem that. is you can't do both really. You've got to kind of commit to one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I'm sure. You, I mean, maybe you could, but I, I, as a for my developments, you know, there's no way we would try to do both those systems. They're way yeah. too. This, they're connected this is why, too differently. This is why I've always been fascinated by crossplay because how do they do that? A lot of the time, well, yeah, but a lot of the time, I don't want to this... answer that because my my job is making systems. I, I, I have an idea. Each other. Well, yeah, so what you do every, with every an system EA has game, all of them, exactly. Or the way you do it with EA Seltzer is you use Origin, so pay up. So, <laughs> he hates Origin. Can't stand it. Genuinely angry. Irrational hatred of EA. But that's. Um, <laughs> Irrational. I'm glad he said that. Although I'll be honest with you, I bought Star Wars Squadrons yesterday on the Steam sale because they give you five pounds off anything over thirty quid. So I got it for twenty nine ninety. I might cancel oh, my pre-order. Damn it. Yeah, I need to <laughs> cancel my order and then re-pre-order it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Literally, Sal, so you've got like a beauty mole. I've never noticed that before. Until today. No, I had a spot. <laughs> Thank you very much for highlighting no, okay. that. No, in the in the films though, they have them in boxes, don't they? And they put them on. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a spot that's happened. That's what's I happened. Maybe... See, you got to do, what I do is I just I grow that. the mustache. I grow the mustache over mine, so you can't see it. You can't. Oh, we see yeah. Oh, none of this is real. Enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, hair, the hair is the only real part. Just that hair part. So that's yeah, yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I am going to add name tabs because we always have new people on the show all the time trying to keep it rolling and stuff. Um, yeah, today is Buck313, uh, YouTuber. 3131. 3131. And he also does mixed reality stuff. And he's also part of a podcast called The VR Souls. Uh, yes. Is it Wednesdays? Uh, uh, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock British Standard Time, there is myself... As the host, we have Dr. Oculus, we have Paul from the VR Realm, and we have Bowl 7708 And we do basically this. We talk about VR stuff that we found. We talk about hardware. We talk about software. Um, we keep it very light and simple, and we swear a lot as well. So if you're into that, you're more than fine. Hello! <laughs> Sorry. Um, Caleb. But yeah, so I'm predominantly on YouTube, which is you know, just search Buck3131 on YouTube and you'll find me there if you want to. But thank you. Nice. Yeah, we're going to sign out now anyway because uh, the show has nearly gone on for three hours. So um, we got through a lot of it, though, which is really cool. So yeah, also we've got South of South Catch Up VR. Hopefully. Hello, people. You know the guy. He's saying hello. Goodbye, people. He's saying goodbye. <laughs> and then uh, we got Reality Check, Caleb. Um, who's, who's just walked off? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's already dad, done. He's, he's taken off kid there, so you know exactly. Um, Any dads in the chat know it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> priorities. That's well, well, we're waiting like. for Caleb. I do actually just want to say thank you for inviting me on. It was very kind of you. Oh, mate, it's thank you for 
coming on. You know, it's been awesome. And thank you to everyone in the chat as well. Uh, all, all the donations, all of you just being here. It makes the show so worth it. Um, I, you know, my wife did not say anything. I've been having internal struggles with this show a little bit, um, whether to keep going and stuff with it. Um, but every time I do it, because it does take a long time to repair, I love it. You know, mm. and that's because everyone turns up and everyone does stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm really appreciative. Yeah, reality check. We're going to say goodbye. I'm Okay, well, hold on, boy. We, I don't. You guys can't leave yet. You guys can't. I want you guys to be stay here for at least at least one minute with me. One minute. Okay. One yeah. Minute. We're, we're okay. Here. One minute. Um, no. So yeah, I've been. I'm, I'm watching my son right now, which is kind of difficult. But I've got. I've got shows. He's got a sh show again, so we're good. We're back on that. I, I feel bad making him watch cartoons all the day. All day, but. Uh, oh, I'd love that. that. Hey, I love cartoons, that? dude. I love cartoons. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he's he's happy. He's happy. He's a good good little kid. But um, no, what I, one thing I wanted to say before I jump off and do all the you know selfless promotion is that uh, the the Museum of Other Realities. Uh, anybody who's in here right now, uh, we got seventy people watching. Very cool, awesome, awesome viewership. Um, each one of you guys who has a VR headset, if you've got Steam available to you with your headset, you go to not the Oculus version. Unfortunately, it does not work on the Oculus version. But if you download right now the Museum of Other Realities, it's normally twenty dollars, but it's free. It was only going to be available for three days, but they've opened it now up to be available up until I think at the end of this month, uh, up until you know next month a little bit. So we've got like another week open, and uh, there's fifty some experiences in there, from VR to I've XR, it, you know, VR, and, and it's incredible. Uh, so you walk around like a normal museum, you jump in, you got to teleport around. It's it's a little bit like going back in the old you know 2014, 15 uh, VR days, but you can see the ghosts of other people that are also in the exhibits. You can choose to talk to them if you want. I saw a bunch of my friends from the studio. I saw Kent Bai and some other people just hanging out, mingling inside of there. Plus you see a lot of the developers of the actual uh, applications inside there as well. So you can talk to them about their apps. Anyways, totally worth doing. I spent several hours in there yesterday, uh, maybe two <laughs> days ago jumping around. And uh, yeah, cool. I think my buddy, Loganado spent 34 hours jumping around. I mean, the best part is you actually get to see all the exhibits without waiting in line. You just get to walk up and touch it and it takes you right into it. But I will say uh, the line, the line VR uh, for, for my company, it's a beautiful experience. It takes about 12 minutes. You can go there and see it for free. It's, it's, it's Oculus Quest right now only for $5. But if you have you know a PC VR headset, you can go watch it for free. And it's actually the PC version, which we haven't released yet. So you can so go see That's the PC crazy. version of it through the museum, right? And that's really cool. So, and the other things, like I saw, there was one called Gravity VR. Gravity VR is made by a guy named Fabito, and, and that was amazing, I loved it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch it again. So anyways, I really one, wanna push that out there. There's, there's a lot fine. of people that put stuff. One question just to clarify yes. on that. Is that, that free for the next six days? So it'll only last six days? Yes. Or yes. Okay, fine. Yes. That's all right. Yes. It's I don't want someone- while the actual event's going on, it's technically the Cannes XR Festival with uh, Marsh de Films and uh, the Tribeca Film Festival all sure. together in one beautiful little place. Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, it's it's interesting to see it. It's it's maybe not the easiest or the best or 100, but you know, it's it's worth doing. It really is worth doing, and it, it's large though, so it, it's a lot. It's like 40 gigabytes plus. If you want to download everything, it's, it's I, I've literally gigabytes. just done it while we were talking. It's, nine, it's now, 99 yeah. gig. Well, if you want the free one, it's 99 gig, so it must be including everything. Now, I just wanted to get that clarified, so if anyone is watching knows that you've got six yeah. days to try this. 
yeah, and and it's 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 awesome. It's, it's it really is awesome and worth worth doing because of the difference experiences. I mean, I think our experience is pretty cool. And if you go see just a couple, of, if you go see three experiences, you know, even three experiences, it's worth your time. Let alone the fact that you can see five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh, there was even like a thing in there where I saw like President Nixon who had been fake, you know, deep faked, and they had used audio cues to make him tell us that the astronauts, you know, didn't survive. And there's all kinds of weird little things that where they used you know manipulation and digital arts to create, you know, interesting pieces so all right uh, push that out there push that yeah all in vr and, and actually so what's, what's weird is some of the exhibits aren't actually like loaded like for example our experience you go and you see a set piece you load into the experience just like you would a game and then you play it some of the experiences you walk into a room and the set piece is there and it just starts coming alive and you just watch it as your character and there's even another room where you walk in and the room starts like tilt brush art starts just building itself around you and they've got it on a repeat loop so like you don't always even load sometimes you just walk into the places and see yeah like, you sometimes look up and look and see an area and you're <laughs> suddenly brought into the middle of something yeah, yeah. So, so you it, got it, cold it, yogurt says fun. it's to play but not to keep at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yes. That's and right. Chris Richardson said uh, it states it's twenty dollars currently. It's it's free. It should be free. Is it on, does it depend next... on your region by any chance? Is there a region? No, it should thing? be free worldwide. Bucky, so when I now? when I looked at it on my play on my Steam, which is in the UK, which it should be the same for everyone. Um, it basically says play museum of reality play is free ends in six days mm -hmm. and then there you can still buy the museum of other realities yeah, so yeah. right normally it. it is twenty dollars and not not oculus this doesn't work on oculus i don't know why but this is only on the steam version so mm -hmm. they're on, they're only doing it through it there but you but could yeah, use no. steam vr through an oculus headset to run it oh no yeah yes. you can absolutely use an oculus headset like oh. i use i use the yeah, oculus yeah, yeah. quest via link into steam and that's how i've been visiting it the last couple of days that's myself cool. um so i want to push that because that's really that's nothing on me of course my studio does have one piece there but that's one of many many amazing things that you can check out and see and, and there's so many people that put a lot of effort into that stuff i think it's worth right, it's you know, a sweet little the story the light yeah. so uh, yeah thank you thank you it's it's a little bit of brazil put with the worldwide story you know put out there for everybody yeah uh, gotta, gotta, love, little, gotta love those brazilians i will definitely be checking this out yeah, I'm going to do it after um, the show. Hopefully, download it. Um, so, yeah, my my, my things though. I here, I, I will, I will do this. Oh, here's my spiel. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm taking over, guys, and talking too much. I, I have a, I have so many cool things I want you guys to buy. No, um, the the <laughs> pixel physical release is going to be. We're not going to give you one VR game. We're not going to give you two VR what games. We're going to give you a universe of VR games. We've got Thank Yuki you, coming out soon too. No, uh, I'm going to actually be doing some more videos recently. I, I, I don't really care too much about doing the produced videos because I'm trying to concentrate on, on, on working for kind of the bigger good and doing as much as I can for the VR projects that I'm working on. But personally, I am going to live stream as much as I can. I'm, I'm doing the Phantom Covert Ops and some other stuff. And, and I love playing with my friends and other people. Uh, so if any of you guys ever want to play, I'm down with that. Lastly, we're going to do a charity stream um, with Cradle of Sins, which is like a VR MOBA game that's on Steam. It's not quite out yet, uh, but we're going to do a charity stream here at the beginning of, of uh, July, and I get to perform in that, which will be nice, uh, and I am excited about that. So if you guys get a chance, come check that out. And nice, Dave. What's the charity? Do you know what the charity you're going to be doing? I don't yet know what the charity is. Um, they're going to, they haven't told me the charity link yet, and they haven't sent me the, the link for my extra keys yet either, so I'm... Um, if I'll send you my bank details and you can use that for the charity, it's fine. Yes, yes. Buck the one, punk. buck three, one, three. Buck three, one, three donation. <laughs> nice, guys. Thank you ever so much for coming through. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Really appreciate it. Um, as always, you know, thank you for 
all the donations, all just being here, making the show really cool. So uh, hopefully you can check out these guys. I will put their links in the video description. I will pin it to the top of the chat. And going on forward, I will start adding names to these windows because we keep having different people. So, uh, yeah, look after yourselves, guys. Hopefully you check out everyone. Have a great week. Look after yourselves and see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.